Hello everybody, how's it going? And welcome back to the Kill Connor Club podcast. I'm one of your hosts, James, and I'm joined, as always, by Tyler. You are joined, as always, by Tyler. <laughs> you sound dead as fuck. Well, that's only because it's an hour earlier than normal. It's so, not. It's only an hour earlier than normal for you. It's still an hour later for me. Cause, that's fucking weird. Yeah. Because we used to do it at 9 o'clock, and then all the time zones change, and we still stick to 12 o'clock for you, but then it ends up being two hours later for me as the new regular time. So now it's just kind of in between. We've met halfway. That's just fucking weird how it's... I, I don't know. Why, why aren't... I guess it's because of the planet. I don't know. It doesn't fucking It is matter. because of the planet. Yeah, daylight saving starts for me, and then it ends for you. And oh God, what's the point? Why doesn't Why doesn't everyone just not have daylight saving? Can we just have the same time, the whole year? Like, what's the uh, point? I don't know. I agree. I don't really like daylight saving. So I'm not a big fan of it. Um, look, uh, yeah, this could be the first time I've got jumped on a podcast with you. You said one word, and you're half asleep saying it, and then you started. Like, I was like, <laughs> I was like yeah, hey, yeah. let's get uh, let's get prepped up here, man. Let's get yeah, on. And I then you like, just kind of go, oh, I'm fuck. like, what's up, man? You're just like, hey. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm just on my new laptop. Cool. I'm starting. Oh, I'm just, and then I, you started. I like, and I'm just like, oh, I need to just yeah, get into it. Cool, I can't do cool, anything. Bro. Cool, bro. <laughs> yeah, nah, that's cool, bro. Uh, I, didn't know we, I didn't know we had anything to prep or plan or anything. You just show up on 10, just like, yeah, fuck, I'm here. Oh, God, you're I that just, guy. Yeah. You're that guy that shows up to the workplace like that late, like just on time. <laughs> but it's just so half-assed about it. There's no energy. Yeah, that's me. Jesus Christ, man. That's definitely me. Okay. Professionalism. 100%. Professionalism. <laughs> This is the Kill Connor Club podcast, a professional podcast. It's a great podcast. Uh, by the way, mm-hmm. I just want to say, everyone let me know what the audio is like, because I have absolutely no idea at the minute. Um, I think it's all right. It's like the same settings as I used last time, but it might be really fucking off, and I'm a bit scared. So everyone let me know. Uh, this is episode 36, and it's what I'm going to call the comfy podcast for, for myself at the moment. I'm lying on my couch. I've got the nice table set up because I've got my new MacBook Pro here with all my gear. I've been editing off it and recording off it. It just makes life a million times easier because, you know, my laptop's next to my TV now. Wherever well, it's a laptop, I can be wherever the fuck I want it to be. So it's just easy to record and make sure all the audio is fine. I've got all the new Elgato software, which means now, James, I'm recording separately video and audio. And there we go. Good. So That's just, useful. So editing has been a million times easier and doing things like that. So, and the, it runs so fucking good, man. The new MacBook pro, other than these goddamn adapters, um, there, it's a beautiful, beautiful laptop and just runs everything I need. And the editing's great. It's just fucking mint. And it costs enough money. It was two and a half grand. Jesus Should, fucking Christ. Yeah. It, I'm like it real quick. Better fucking work. And I spent, I took up the guy, at the Apple store. I took about, mm, hour of his time debating whether i get the new one or the old one and uh he did mm. convince me well he convinced that's me interesting convinced well that's i mean that's what you get when you buy apple products <laughs> really expensive um, yeah but they don't break or crash ever mm. i've had my imac for five years it hasn't crashed once no what? Nah. how has it not crashed once Surely, like, because they work, but they, you don't get viruses, they don't crash. That's it. Occasionally, you might have to turn it off and on again just because you've been using it for so long. That's it. 
Mm. Well, yeah, that's true. They're efficient. That's 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 one thing about Apple products, but I still don't yeah. fucking want one. But you know, yeah. it's cool. Yeah, well, didn't I... yeah, cool. Didn't yeah, okay. <laughs> What's been going on, man? If you can remember, <clears throat> if you do know where you are, you know you're. Uh, I on don't a know podcast. what year it is, but um, I'll I'll figure it out. Uh, Jesus Christ! I, I always think to myself because because I'm you know well. I wake up on a Sunday morning and you're doing usually just the, you're finishing off your Saturday live stream, mm-hmm. your time. And then I go to work today and I, and I start getting messages on Facebook on like our, our group chat and you're talking to Ethan and I'm sitting there to myself thinking, James, we've got a podcast in and it's going to be tonight for me and it's only a matter of hours for you. <laughs> Is there any way you could go to fucking sleep so you don't do this? <laughs> <laughs> no, you see what happens is because uh, everything's so fucked, I just can't sleep. It's a fucking mess. And then Ethan starts messaging, and I'm like, I just I have to reply. I can't I can't ignore this. I gotta I gotta reply to it. I have interesting things to say. And then I get carried away, and it's just a fucking mess. But we should be all good. And plus Sundays are good because even when we do it at twelve, I st- I'm still up earlier than I normally would be. So it means that I have plenty of time to record stuff for the week because I I run out. Have you run out because of Final Fantasy Fifteen? That might be why I'm there. Yeah, bit. no, yeah, for sure. Thought that exactly thing. Yeah. Well, there's there's a lot. I got a fucking big list here, really big big list of stuff to talk about, um, and to catch up Good. on first and foremost, because uh, I mean, wh- what's been going on with you, uh, the channel? everything like that you've got obviously mostly Ezio collection stuff at the moment yes i mean to be to be expected at this time of year especially when that comes out what else do you think is going to happen but horsey and fox you've been streaming what do you stream we stream mafia Mafia 3 3. finally finished that snap the disc afterwards because you sure did um is there any way you can figure out an outlet (laughs) for your anger that's not breaking shit publicly no it's so much fun it's amazing everyone peer pressured me into they were like james look you know how much you hate this game just snap it afterwards i think that's better than the endless abuse i would give it if i sure but sure no i get what you're saying but no well you definitely wouldn't get endless abuse but um it's Look. No, endless abuse is what it'll be like when the multiplayer battle finally happens and I prove to everyone and destroy you, and then you get abused when I, mean, I destroy you. I'm totally going to win. That's what I like to call... <laughs> oh, man, you're a dead man. Anyway, um, staffing the disc, I just think to myself, you did it with Unity, you've done it now with Mafia 3. Uh, look, man, have you not started to figure out that maybe Ubisoft hates us. You, when I say us, I mean definitely just you. <laughs> Is there any way you can not get every game company to fucking hate you? Nah. Just one time. It's, t- it's just what I do. Time. It's my Is specialty. Your go- if you break a Square Enix disc, I'm Oh, gonna, that's I'm never going to happen because I'm they're a good company. Yeah, so that's true. it's fine. They always make good games, except for what, Just Cause 3. That was pretty shit, but. It wasn't that bad though. Yeah. Like it was, it was, it was boring. It, it was though. just it was just cause though. What did you expect it to be? Well, I, I mean, I think Just Cause Two is better. I think I played that for longer. I played uh, Just Cause Three for about a week. 
I thought Just Cause 2, yeah, was a bit more... But I thought it's only because I'd never played Just Cause 1, so this was a new thing. Playing Just Cause 3, I was like, I kind of just feel like I'm playing Just Cause 1. The wingsuit kind of ruined it, didn't it? Because when mm. you... Like, Just Cause 2, it was so cool when you were in, like, a helicopter and you jumped out and you, you were something different. Whereas when you got the wingsuit, you're in the air all the time. So it wasn't yeah, special true. when you're skydiving and shit. Yeah, that's really true. I think that's similar to uh, Saints Row 4. I mean, the game was pretty shit on its own because Saints Row has just gone horribly downhill. But it was because, like, there's so much you can do in Saints Row 4. Like, there's, like, you know, helicopters and planes and cars and everything. But you had superpowers and you could fly. So you didn't need to use anything. You could just fly. So it was kind of made everything else pointless i think it's similar to that except saints row 4 is a lot worse than just cause 3 yeah yeah that's true same yeah. as terrible franchise but well saints uh, row 2 was not bad at all it was actually really good and it's yeah. really great but saints row 4 i i can agree it's very bad yeah yeah cool anyway um <laughs> i love how just quietly you said that just like <laughs> yeah. Yeah, what are you reading me a fucking novel? What, like, what are you talking about? I can't hear anything you're saying. Stop mumbling. Oh, <laughs> uh, what were we talking uh, about again? Oh, yeah, just anyway. cause and stuff. Oh, snapping discs. Yeah. Yeah, I was just like, look, I I wouldn't mind being popular among among developers for free shit at some point. But, uh, yeah, but then I'm like, like partnered with you, business partners with you, and it's like, oh, okay, well, we <laughs> I'm like only gonna, we I'm like... only gonna do that to the very worst, and that Mafia Three is probably one of the worst games I've ever played. It's a piece of shit. But but Two K is a good company. Like, yeah, they are a good company. They make a lot of games. Yeah, but but they didn't make it. They published it. Yeah, well, they... Hangar Thirteen <laughs> made it, and they're obviously fucking shit. and don't know what they're doing. Okay, so, well, you know. it's aggress- super aggressive. Well, they can try again. Uh, I'll give them another chance. But, like, okay. try a bit harder. Yeah, is, there, is there any way you could just do better? Just just do better. <laughs> uh, and to people in the stream chat asking us, talk about this, talk about that, trust me, I've got the list here, and if any of you are just sitting there like, please talk about Last of Us 2, I, we will absolutely talk about The Last of Us 2. We'll absolutely talk about PSX. It's all on the list. Have I ever let any of you down with this list? Trust the list. I don't think so. I think the, the, the list's good. I, I, have like it the ordered list. Spe- I have it ordered specifically for the way this podcast runs. We start yeah. general. We warm up. We build to the big topics. And then when we're tired, we talk about Assassin's Creed. <laughs> 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 Oh, God. Uh, for sure, for sure, like the stream if you haven't already, by the way, guys, just start us off with, start off with a crack and 40 likes, but we've got more than 40 people watching right now live. So, um, true. please like it right now. Get us going. Let's get uh, easily up to 100 by the end of this stream, end of the podcast. Um, so also, James, also because you were late, uh, we have to talk about some stuff that we would have talked about off air, but we have to talk about it on air oh, God. just because... <laughs> organizing stuff but that's your fault um end of the year with the podcast mm-hmm. we can confirm that this is not the last episode which he thought yes. it was going to be for the year we have one more episode but it will be this is the last live kill connor club the next one will be out in two weeks normal time mm-hmm. pre-recorded with 
James, would you like to announce our final guest of the year? <laughs> you bigged it up so much, everyone's like, oh my god, are you getting on Roger Craig Smith? <laughs> yeah. No, we're not. It's I not. Wish. Okay, so... It's Roger Craig Smith. <laughs> so, <laughs> the next... <laughs> the next... So, the, so the last episode of the year, our guest, is going to be the one, the only, Aftermath, Nick. Nick. Our, the our best friend. And it's going to be amazing. A beautiful Kiwi American friend. It's going to be a good one. Yeah. So, yeah, and absolutely. And we're trying to organize that and figure that out because I was like, okay, well, listen need to change because the final podcast, so the next podcast is going to be, you know, we did a similar thing. Well, we didn't really get much of a chance last year. We did a bit of talking about it, but because of, I think it was Loom was our last podcast and that was more of an interview mm-hmm. and real in-depth Assassin's Creed discussion after Syndicate and everything. Yeah. But it's going to be, for, to, for previewing for people and hype up that one just ahead of time is end of year awards like favorite games and moments of the year and movies mm. tv shows all that awesome stuff and then cool. get to preview hype up the stuff for next year and all that sort of nonsense so that'll be a really fun podcast that'll be good. um and then but i think after next week's next not next week's but the final podcast for the year with nick it'll be like a three-week break or a four-week break before we relaunch again for 2017 is that correct yeah, something like that. Yeah, it won't be two weeks later. <clears throat> Let's just put it that way. Yeah, it'll be the three. it'll be the end and then the start. Like it kind of was last year. So we'll have like a couple of weeks. Like probably like a like like when I say a month, I don't mean like an actual month. I mean like a time that would resemble a month yeah. if it were in the right place in the year. Um, but you know what I mean, like four weeks or something. Um, so that's that, and then we we'll back. So I think it'll be like the second week of January. We should be back. I think. I'm not sure though. Yeah, hopefully. Well, you know, when when we're ready, because we're good. Hopefully, I'm about to say, because we're gonna have a big thing next year. Uh, we hope we'll have a bit, a bunch of stuff to announce on that first podcast. Yes, we should do. No, we'll be fine. We always pull it off. We pulled this launch off this year. We'll do the same thing next year. It'll be fucking cool. Yeah, but last year, I mean, well, this year, all we had to do was just say hello, and that was it. No, man, we had to get it on i We were launching it on oh, iTunes. Oh, we did, didn't we? That's true. Yeah, we did do that. New designs. And that was a stressful, like, week trying to, you know, organize all that. Yeah. Now we've got a lot more Should... stuff, so. Oh, Jesus yeah, Christ. Okay, we're even, fine. It'll be even bigger next year. Yeah. That's Absolutely. Absolutely. So that that's really exciting. Uh, cool. I wanted to get that off. Out of the way, probably before we started the podcast, but you know we did we did it on so we did it on Nizarat. Um, and uh, what else? Oh, I did I did. So I, was, I want to ask you about this. Okay. Well, just inform people about this. I thought it was hilarious. So I was on Twitter the other day, and I like to go through the Kill Connor Club hashtag sometimes, mm-hmm. just to kind of scroll through, see some memories. But I also see tweets that have never either been directed at me or directed at either of us, kind of thing, oh, like yeah. just people use hashtags and stuff. And I saw a hashtag, someone had directed it at you, James, and they okay. bought a Kill Connor Club t-shirt and said, oh, hang on, I've, I've literally got the link to it. And it was, so it's Snizer won at Oh, no, they, that's, no, that's the guy that won the giveaway. He won the giveaway, okay. Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, anyway, but that's, you know, he gets, gets the shirt, tweets at you, my new t-shirt of Kill Connor Club just arrived. That was like October 20th. 
mm-hmm. and I realized that you hadn't at all acknowledged it or responded. So I just dropped a like on it, like you know. Wait, really? And then, yeah, and then you find then I then you've retweeted it and liked it. Oh, so that must be so why. You, I, so I only saw it because you acknowledged it. Yes, that's it. why I did it because I wanted you to acknowledge it. So I oh, just liked shit. it. I didn't realize. Yeah, twentieth so of October, you tweeted at you, and you only retweeted it like three days ago. Oh damn! Because I okay, I must have just completely missed it. So what I'm trying to say is, Tyler's better than James. Uh yeah, yeah that uh, completely follows that. Yeah. Well, I can't even find it. I'm looking through the hashtag now. I, I literally can't see it. Hey, anywhere. no, it's alright. I'll, tw- I'll I've got the link right here to the tweet. I'll just drop it on you. Drop How it on yourself. Not in my. Did he spell Kilconic wrong? And have you somehow also spelled Kilconic wrong? Yes. Yes. The I spelled Kilconic wrong. Uh, no, I'm not, actually, no. It was. It wasn't the hashtag. It was just Kilconic Club. So you just. Like I just so typed. Oh, okay. Okay. So I just I checked the hashtag and then I also just checked mentions of just the word, three words kill Connor Club. You know, oh, just yeah. November twenty fourth. Fuck! How did I a whole month later and I completely, essentially ignored it? Okay, well, good job, James. Nice, cool. All right. Well, I <laughs> missed that somehow completely. <laughs> good job, James. I love you just talking to you. So. Oh yeah. Tyler actually cares about his subscribers. Yes, I do, Billy Boy. <clears throat> I absolutely do. <laughs> Mariana, James is a cunt. <laughs> Jesus. Well, that's just fucking aggressive. What, what did Elva call you a retard? Oh, probably. Fucking bitch, cunt. Right, anyway. Um, okay, well, yeah. Like okay. aggressive. That's um, super mean. Yeah, super <laughs> aggressive. Super aggressive. Yeah. You know something I've noticed, which a lot of people probably won't know, is that uh, this is kind of really off topic and doesn't really need to be said. But the uh, when you when you watch the Kill Connor Club, like you are right now, um, I don't know why, but the color of like the background, like the Kill Connor Club, like the whole thing, just is not the right color. Like, why is it so orange? What are you talking it about? It doesn't look like so. Like when you're on like the stream and you can see like there's me and you and the Kill Chronicle logo and like the animus stuff. The whole thing is like really orange. You probably can't tell because it's that's the only thing you can see. But I have the normal OBS thing up and that, and the normal one like the logo looks like this perfect red color. But on the stream, it just looks so off colored. I don't know why. I don't think so. Trust it's fine. I'm watching it on YouTube. It's, it looks exactly the same. I'm gonna contrast it to this. my, which is my desktop background. I am gonna screenshot this right now, and I'm gonna post it on Twitter, and I'm, everyone can go see it. I'm just gonna hashtag Kill Connor Club, and it's not gonna make sense to anyone unless you can, unless you know what I'm talking about. All right, okay. all right. I tweeted. Well. Now you can see the comparison. Like it's the, like the one on YouTube is so weirdly colored compared to the the proper one. Okay, it's it's up. Okay, I'm 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 refreshing the the twitters. I've got. How should I go? It doesn't. It just looks brighter. What are you talking about? Orange? Are you but it's like, but it's like, but it's like an orangey color. Like the the, the text doesn't look oh, as red. Oh, like... so how, are you talking about the? Huh. No, but that's mine's red on my YouTube. So it doesn't look yours anything looks, like that. Yours looks weird. That's fucking strange. What the fuck? Mine. Oh, hang on. I'm trying to compare it. 
Huh. I don't know, actually. It's weird. Like, to me, like, our skin color looks a weird color as well. Like, a bit kind of orangier compared to, like... I don't know, that's weird. I don't think... Does it normally... I don't know if it normally looks like I that. don't know. It's super weird. You should, for sure, should put that screenshot on the on the uh, stream, though. All right, let me do that. Just so, just so everybody can see what's going on. All right, let's... Uh, and for audio listeners that are like, what the fuck are they talking about? Essentially... Is James is watching it from his like the, the software that he runs the live streams from, and then he's comparing the Kill Connor Club logo to what's streaming on the YouTube page, and they look like discolored. They definitely do look different colored to yeah. your screen, but I don't think my screen looks any different. That's weird though, because they're both on the same screen. So like, it's not me. It's not my screen like changing the color of the logo because because yeah, no, sure. on OBS it looks perfect, and then on the stream it looks. That's, that's surely that's not just it being slightly compressed makes the color change yeah. completely, right? What? I doubt it. Billy just tweeted you his screenshot of his screen, and it's like it looks normal to me, and it does. And it looks normal to me as oh, well on my on my screen. Fuck! Why does mine look so fucking wrong? I don't know, man. I do that's not know. fucking weird. Yeah. Okay. That is weird. Well, that's fucking weird. All right. Everyone's. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's, um... Hmm. People are saying theirs is red. Oh, now nah, you know what's hilarious, though? When I put up the picture, like, the screenshot, it just looks fucked again. So, like, I can't... So, like, I can't see it. So, it's, like... It's just orange still, so no one can even see it because I put it up on the thing, so... <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyway. Fuck, I'm gonna try... I'm gonna fix that at some point. That's really annoying me. Um... Okay. Um, you announced this week, yeah. so you, if you want to tell the world about this, the people on this who may have missed it, audio listeners, YouTubers, uh, the 24-hour live stream this year. Ah, yeah. What's the go with that? What, well, what, when is it? What's going on with it? What's okay. the charity and what are you playing? Cool. Okay, so um, so for anyone that missed it, if you do want to find out more information, you can check it out on my channel. It's like my fe- it's going to be my feature video until we do the stream so that people don't miss it. But... um. Essentially, every single year for the past, it'll be the third year now, that we've done a 24-hour live stream for charity around Christmas time. Um, it's a charity for my local hospital, because my gran had pneumonia, and just, just like, you know, a personal thing, you can read more about it on the on the page and shit. Uh, but essentially, it goes towards whatever they want to do with the money, but mainly they use it for um, keeping this, like, thing up for patients that they can go to after they've had, like, after they've, like, kind of in the recovery process kind of thing. Because um, my grand said that really helped, and it really helps a lot of people. And, you know, they really wanted to continue doing it, and they kind of almost had to shut it down because it was a lot of extra money uh, until we kind of started doing this, and they're using that to keep it going, and then for anything else they might need. So, you know, it's it's a it's a personal thing, so it's, so it's good. So it's not just for, like, you know, something random just so we can raise money for charity. It's, like, a personal thing, which is really good. Um, and what we're going to be doing is streaming for 24 hours on the 22nd of December, at ele- starting at 11 a.m. Uh, that's GMT, playing the whole of the Ezio collection through from start to finish. And, you know, hopefully we'll be able to do it. People are like, you know, you won't be able to do it, but I think we can do it. I think it's possible to do all three in 24 hours. It's that's, that's tough. You definitely can't do It'll any be... side activity other than no. you have to do the Assassin Tombs and AC2 as well, though. But and that's... Sequence 13 and 14's in there, too. 
True, but I think that's AC two is going to be like twelve hours, and you're going to have to like speed run Brotherhood and Revelations. I'd say I can do two in probably about ten hours. I think I can probably do it. But also, what we've got to do is use a bunch of different like speed run tactics. So we can't. I think. I guess we could skip cutscenes. Because there's no point in watching the cutscenes through. You can't. You can't skip cutscenes though. You can't do that. But that's that's some of them are really long and like pointless yeah, like we don't need to we don't need to watch the story it's kind of just getting through yeah the game. no that's a that's a good point no you're right there i'll give you that yeah. but then there's loading screens sometimes it takes just as long to bloody get skip it than the cutscene is yeah depending true. on the cutscene that's a, some that's of them a good point some of them are long some of them are it's not even worth it though but you know you'll you you guys know the games well enough to know what to skip what not to skip yeah we'll we'll do our best and hopefully we can do it because people are saying like oh, all three games together that'll be about 28 hours and it's like nah, okay, so we're gonna sure, try and play it more, and then you might be able to do it quicker. Yeah, like us. We'll, yeah, we'll. De- I think we'll be definitely be able to do it. I think that it might be a push with Revelations. Like we'll kind of be in the last couple hours, and we'll be like just kind of getting towards the end of Revelations. We kind of have to speed up so that we do it. But I think if you we'll speed okay. run Revelations, that's easily the fastest game to finish. Yeah, definitely. I think it, Brotherhood it be, as well is really be, quick. Hmm. Yeah, Brotherhood can be long. There's some long sequences in Brotherhood. Yeah, sequence because the modern days in there. And sequence four, we okay, have to go in the Castello. The that's a fucking huge sequence. Sequence. So four. much shit happens in that sequence. Yeah. Like they just yeah. cram a shit ton of stuff into that with like the assassin recruits and stuff, and then yeah, the Katarina stuff like, and Leonardo. Cause, absolutely, because that's all in one sequence, and then you've got to do a bunch of those missions that is just to like introduce you to the Brotherhood system and recruiting. Yeah, and then the Costello missions, which is like an hour, because you've got three missions, infiltrating the Costello, then getting the key to the Costello, and then escaping the Costello. It's like an hour, just that whole, just that one little area, and that's like just the start of the sequence, and then you've mm-hmm. got to do all these other missions and stuff in it. It's, uh, it's bulky as fuck. Yeah, it's going to be it's gonna be tough, but I think it's a good challenge, because I think we all know the games well enough to attempt it, but... um. I think it's still going to be a challenge just because it's so much to do in the in the 24 hours. And it also gives us a goal because I think that the first year we wanted to do Rogue 100% and we just didn't because we gave up. We finished the main story and then it was like, oh, I can't be fucked. So we just gave up and started doing random shit. And then uh, the same, we tried to do the same with Brotherhood the next year. And again, we just gave up after finishing the main story because it was just so fucking boring. So I think yeah. it'll be good to this try and finish all better. three. Yeah. Yeah. You won't get bored because you're like just finishing the main story of each thing, and that's a challenge. I think mm. you can do an under twenty-four. I think you'll you'll have like an hour. Oh, I reckon. God, I reckon twenty-three hours. Do? Well, probably you'll end up talking about quitting and killing yourselves again, like last year. True. Um, that happens every time we get to the end, and we're like, should we just quit and kill ourselves? Because I don't want to do <laughs> this anymore. Well, I will say this: like for anyone who hasn't seen these twenty-four hour live streams before. They're fucking awesome. Like you, you, George and Luke. That Luke's there again this year, yeah. Yeah. Oh, fantastic! Because like the three of you, like the dynamic of it changes. Because even just myself, you don't have to be there for the whole twenty four hours. And there's definitely some people that show up for the whole twenty four hours, and they're awesome. And True. if and if you're showing up and you can spare a dollar or two or as as much as you can, it's a great cause, and I definitely recommend donating. I definitely will be. Oh, and that's good. Um, when you watch it, it's just so funny. They're a great dynamic. It's always fun, and there's always a great group of people there um, watching. But also, for me, who kind of jumps in whenever I was free, because I was working through it, but, like, 
I'd get home, I was watching it. Then in the morning, I watched it before work. And then on my breaks at work, I was jumping on and watching and seeing you guys deteriorate and then go from... <laughs> at the start, it was really fun. And then I remember jumping in um, in the morning at one point and you guys are just arguing with each other. You and George <laughs> had full-on arguments. I remember the main one was like the... Who sells their old consoles? To oh, get, yeah, get... and George was so pissed. He was like, so we don't have enough money to sell their old consoles. I'm like, well, just fucking... You're such like... a cunt, James. You're such oh. a cunt, James. I was, oh. I was like, so hard. I was like, this is hilarious. And I just started throwing grenades, like adding fuel. Nah, James, I agree with you. And then I'd be like, uh, then I'd just turn the tide. Be like, nah, George, you're right there. How about, How about this? Like, I'm just fucking throwing shit into the fire. Like, just so uh, you... And then funny. he goes like, yeah, Tyler agrees with me. And then you're like, no, nah, Tyler agrees with me. And then <laughs> Dance, my puppet. Dance. That's brilliant. That's brilliant. I remember at one point uh, during last year's stream, I, me and Luke asked George to get stuff from the garage, with, like where the fridge is, like to get us chocolate or like an energy drink or whatever. And George comes back with a massive bar of chocolate. And he just throws it over arm at my head as hard as he can. It fucking snapped. And then he comes back in with like a can of energy drink, and Luke just shits himself. Like he just flinches because he thought George was gonna throw it at him. It's so funny. <laughs> Oh, God. I can't wait. It's going to be good. And you never bloody did the highlights for last year's Oh, I didn't. That's true. Because it's so fucking difficult. I remember doing the one for 2014. It took me, like... Oh, it took me so long to edit that. It was fucking horrible. It was good when it came out, but, like, I just... I just never bothered. I was like, maybe I'll do it eventually, but I I didn't, so... Yeah, well... Hopefully this year you can you can do it. Yeah. I might <clears throat> well, it, it won't be this year. It'll be next year that it actually comes yeah, out. True. But, you know, this year's stream. Mm. Uh, Billy just uh, said, James, please answer, but will you guys be doing the hot sauce when you die? And will Luke be there? Yeah, Luke will be there. And with the hot sauce, I don't know. We might use it. It's kind of just there, and I'm like, I really kind of need to do something with this. Um, maybe we will. We'll see. Maybe. Um... So, I guess moving on from the 24-hour live stream, which is, what day was that? The 22nd? 22nd, yeah. Of December. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, for everyone, I mean, obviously, like James said, go to his featured video and you can get all the details to when it is, where to donate, and get excited mm-hmm. for that. I'm, I'm so stoked. I'm so excited for it. Um, and hopefully, I can just, you know, throw fuel to the fire on fights again later on. Um, <laughs> that's my only dream and only hope. Uh, since it's just you and me this time around, mm-hmm. there's some things that we'll need to address to this podcast. I thought rather than next podcast where we have a guest and you know okay. it's more of a group dynamic and discussion. So just like, I guess just housekeeping, podcast stuff, things we're going to be doing later on that we could talk about now and address, mm-hmm. like the state of the multiplayer battle. And because I, I did say to people that, so. a couple of months ago, I said I guarantee you it'll be done this year. It'll be done this year, okay. No, as in, like, it'll yeah, come yeah, out yeah. this year. Yeah. That's what, I, that's what I said. Okay. Now, you and I have talked about this, we have planned, and we can guarantee you it is happening, and it will come out, but it won't come out in December this year. <clears throat> Unfortunately. Can we say that? It won't, can we yeah. say that? Yeah, we can say that. We can say that? Yeah. Okay. Now, because you know better than me, what can we say to the people about this? I think the... I think the look so okay so i kind of know when i think we'll be getting it out and when it'll be done and when things are happening like so i think first podcast of next year i think we'll be able to talk more about it i think 
that'll be when I think we'll know when it'll be coming out, I want to say. But then I'm kind of like, it's already like December the 4th now. And I'm like, shit, I don't know whether it's going to... I Look, I'm just, what I'm hoping is that it'll be ready for us to announce when it's coming out the first podcast of next year. That's when I'm hoping it'll be ready and good. And we'll be like, okay, so this is when it, this is the date that it's coming out and it'll be uploaded. And then it'll be okay. Yeah. And, and for people, so they can understand what's going on. Like it is coming out because even though it's not releasing, it doesn't mean, you know, we're going to record it before we release it. And that's a lot of editing. What we're going to do with these, you know, we're not just going to make this for the fact that we're battling a multiplayer. These are going to be, really well put together videos and we've got plans and structures and James has run me through what his ideas for how the episodes are going to look and stuff. The, the video's going to be fucking amazing for this multiplayer battle. Mm. So we've been planning it recently a lot and it, in terms of planning and in terms of getting it recorded, that's going to be done before January. It, it's just a yeah. matter of finishing the editing in January, so hopefully the first podcast we can give you a date of like, okay, the first episode will come out this date or that date. So it's like it is more in the works now than it has ever been. That I can promise you. So yeah. it's definitely coming very soon. Yeah, true. So beginning next year, next like the first podcast, 2017, we should be able to say when it's coming. I hope. If we don't, then we'll at least have a really good idea, and it'll be yeah. incredibly soon. Like my hope is to get it out during January. I hope. Yeah, same, same. That's what I hope so. so. But, but there is a lot of editing to lot. do. But those, uh, it'll be a this, lot. So, yeah, 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 definitely. And there's, I'm scared. Um, uh, yeah, I know, I know. I'll try to help them however I can. But you're a fast period editor at me, especially. You have more of an idea of what you want to do with it. Yeah, true. Mm. Uh, sure, it is. Tyler. I'll believe when I see it. Okay, you guys can. Oh, I you understand just wait why people are so skeptical. I understand why people are skeptical. I yeah, yeah, get it. That's it's true. been a long time. It has yeah. been a long time. But we haven't even like really organized before before like what we're talking about now. We've just been like, yeah, we'll do it. Yeah, we'll do it. Yeah, we'll do it. I mean, now we're like, we know how we're going to produce it. We know how we're going to edit it. We know when we're going to record it. Like we have, we've locked this shit down. This is yeah. happening. It's, it's actually happening now. And um, it's actually happening. In terms of whose channel it's going to be on, it's going to be on mine. Cause yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Biggest reach. We kind of want everyone to see it. That would be the point tyler's a loser is what essentially saying. tyler's got a shit big... small channel so you know. yeah well don't worry because when i when i beat james uh and destroy him the channel will become mine uh i've just added that to the contract by the way james so i uh, hope you agree to that um and then, uh, <laughs> <laughs> the winner gets the other person's channel yeah and can do whatever they want i don't want your channel uh, well that hurts uh, <laughs> that's uh, it would be out of your seventeen thousand channels, it would become your second most successful. I could make channel. that my I'm second just, channel. Just I could make I'm your channel saying. Lasers Vlogs Two. <laughs> Lasers Vlogs Two, the 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 bad vlog channel. <laughs> yeah. Um. Great. Oh my god! I just realised Tyler and Joel were reunited. There must be legendary tales. I refuse to believe there isn't. <laughs> oh god! Well, can I can I have my thirty seconds of UFC talk now? Because. Yeah. My one of my best friends on the planet Earth, Joel, mm-hmm. uh, came down from Brisbane and stayed with me last weekend, and it was because UFC was in Melbourne uh, for Whitaker versus Brunson, as well as all the other Aussie fighters fighting on the card. So he came down for that, as he did last year for when Ronda Rousey fought Holly Holm in Melbourne. Mm-hmm. So we went there. So thirty seconds of UFC talk. 
Um, I can give you guys a rundown and then I can talk about the Joel shit. Uh, Do you want to start the clock for me? Yep, and go. Okay, so there's plenty of Conor McGregor stuff I can talk about, stripping the featherweight title, ridiculous bullshit statement. He's the the featherweight champ. He's the featherweight champ, that's all I can say. But in terms of last week going live, Robert Whittaker, Australia's number one fighter, ranked number seven in the middleweight division, now number six, who KO'd Derek Brunson in the first fucking round, was... Probably one of the best live experiences, if not the best live experience I've ever had at a sporting event, other than seeing Holly Holm beat Ronda Rousey live in the biggest upset in UFC history. My God, the crowd went fucking insane. It was... I got goosebumps. I was, like, crying. It was amazing. Um, So, yeah, that's my 30 seconds of UFC. That went really quick. That was a really quick 30 seconds. Yeah, it's because last time we had two minutes, because Conor McGregor... KO'd Eddie Alvarez, became the first ever two-way world champion in the history of UFC. Anyway, um, <laughs> moving on. Uh, so in the last, in the last week, because um, we're still on fucking... Ca- I have so many things under my catch-up title like to get through. Of do you have like subtitles? What does your list look like? I don't think I've ever seen a list. So the big topics, like I'll give you an example. I'll run mm. you through this list here. Okay. So the, you can all see behind the scenes of the list. Um... I have at this top of everything. I have catch up, so I was like warm up kind of seg- segment of the podcast where we're talking about things that have been going on, and then I have subheadings for it. Mm-hmm. Most of the time, it's like three, four quick dot points. This time, I got like eight. Okay, you know, like there's a lot going on. It was like the what, end of the year, address the end of the year podcast. You know, a twenty four hour live stream, state of the multiplayer battle, the the guy who got the KCC T shirt. And then there's a couple other things we've got to get through. Then Assassin's Creed is always a one heading that has a bunch of subheadings of stuff I want to ask or talk about. And this one also, we have PSX that has uh, subheadings. Yeah. And then I just have a bunch of other little headings and shit on it. Cool. So that's that's, that's an idea. That's that's an idea for so you can get behind the scenes look. Um, yeah, into that. But on a what. What else is new this week? Horsey and Fox got some beautiful new artwork. Ooh, it did indeed. That's true. Yeah, if you want to talk about that, who drew that? Because that was Elva, wasn't it? It was. It was. And so essentially, she, um, she's had like a like drawing shit, like digital drawing stuff for ages, and she's never really had a reason to use it. And I was like, why don't you just draw some like take the stupid retarded drawings that we have for Horsey and Fox that were hilarious. And just, like, touch them up and do what you want with them. And, like, I didn't expect much, but they turned out so fucking good. And I was oh, like, they look oh, we'll, well, we definitely need to use these, and you need to draw everything for me in the future because um, it actually turned out really, really well. They look great. Like, I think it's funny because <laughs> mine had the most detail. So when you redo that, you kind of can make it look like the original, which is what I wanted. But George's, it was like a brown seal blob thing with an eye. And so, obviously, when she did that, she kind of completely redid it, and it looks really cool. Mine still looks like a fucking retard. Like, he looks like he has a fucking, like, I don't know, something wrong with his fucking brain. Like, something's wrong there, definitely. Like, his eyes slanted, and he's just like, I don't know what's going on, but it looks really cool. And I got to, like, do the Christmas version for, like, my my Twitter profile picture for Christmas and everything. It looks really, really cool, so. I love it. I think it looks phenomenal. Elva did a great job with that. And it's just cool to have uh, that quality artwork again. Like, we have what we have on kill connor club and then yeah, on horsey and fox as well yeah. it's um it's a beautiful and i just love that it is just like it's the remastered version of that shitty drawing you had before 
Oh, God. I love how it's funny, though, because the drawing we had before was the stupidest joke. Like, someone just drew it on paint as, like, a stupid, like, joke meme. Joke, yeah. And then we made it our channel art, and then Elva redid it, so, you know. it just It's just become a thing now. It's fucking awesome. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. Oh, I was just... So, I'm just going to ask quick another question. Because I'm on your Just Giving page, mm-hmm. and... You, I've clicked on it and it's still the 2015 link. Oh shit! Where? So I just went on your channel and then I clicked okay. on your banner, and I've gone and on it my says banner. Yeah, the one on your banner, and then it's like you've reached 136% of your donations, 681. Where is that my banner? I can't even find it. Oh wait, it's on Horsey it, Fox. Oh shit! I went for some reason. I was, yeah, because I was just checking out the Horsey and Fox ah, thing, fuck. and then I saw just giving page. I haven't changed it on Horsey and Fox. Okay, that's a good point. Okay. I should do that actually, because it's just okay. You know, what? I can actually remove it. I doesn't even need to be on Horsey and Fox because it needs to just be yeah. on my main channel. I think so. Okay, sweet. Glad I clicked on right, it. I just saw it. and I was like, yeah. oh yeah, I might donate right now instead of later. But that's a good. That's yeah, a good point. That shouldn't have been there. Okay. Where cool. is you just? Yeah, there we go. I've clicked on your actual 2016 link. Yes. You can donate, ladies and gentlemen. You can donate right now if you want to. By the you way, can indeed. To the Just Giving page, you don't have to wait, unless you unless you're like I want to be called out for donating on the live stream. Then I understand. Do it then. That's a yep. good bonus for that. Uh, but for we those will people. read them all anyway. Like if you donate before the stream, we'll read all of the current ones that we have out before we mm-hmm. get into the stream. So yeah, you won't be left out anyways. Yeah, I'm so excited for the 24 hour live stream, dude. Oh, I'm, so I'm excited and also kind of scared, but I think it'll be great. Yeah, see, I get to leave every couple of hours to sleep and, you know, do normal things. Yeah. I get to enjoy it. <laughs> yeah, but meanwhile, we've got to stay up. And it, see, it's always really good until we get to, like... Because I remember last year, it was fucking hilarious. We'd done, like, what was it, like, seven hours? And we were like, oh, we've only got, like, what, uh, how, how long is left after seven hours? I don't know, how fucking long we had left. And we were just like, oh, this is easy. We've already done seven hours and it feels like nothing. And then, like, kind of, like, over the course of the next hour, we were just kind of realizing we were like, shit, we actually have this long left. Like, this is actually not good. And then it progressively got worse. And we started talking about monkeys that, like, ripped their hair out. And... Yeah. Oh, God. It was fucking retarded. We started laughing about the stupid shit. I remember in the 2014 one, Luke... Uh, we were all just so sleep deprived, and I was so angry at Luke because he would just kept do like doing this stupid thing in this stupid accent for like a solid fourteen minutes straight, and it oh it was so annoying. I wanted to kick his teeth in, um, <laughs> but we got through it in the end. And yeah, twenty four hour live stream is gonna be gonna be great. Yeah, man. Oh god. Oh, God, there's going to be so much emotion and drama up and down. Oh, God. It's going to be crazy. Yeah. Wow. So I just got a, a bit of a downer in the in the chat here. In the chat here. What's so our podcast, our good friend, uh, Brendan, uh, he's just got word his uh, grandfather has passed away. Oh, shit. So, yeah, I'm really sorry to hear that, man. So yeah, thoughts, th- thoughts are with you and your family. I, you know... I know it's like to lose a grandfather, and you know, m- mine was my hero. So, I understand how tough it can be. So, thoughts and prayers out to you, my friend. I hope you yeah. hope you're all right. Yeah, definitely. Okay, so you, speaking of long streams, I was going to ask you in terms of the twenty-four hour stream, though. Mm-hmm. 
in, in terms of getting upset, in terms of the high drama that goes on with it. Mm-hmm. For the last 12 months, you've been running Horsey and Fox, where every Saturday you've been doing long-ass streams. Have yep. you been, this is like training. Surely yeah, this will yeah. be the best run yet. I think so. I hope so, because I think that... You're the, used to this. Yeah, the longest Horsey Fox... Horsey Fox? What the fuck? The, horse, the longest Horsey and Fox stream we've ever done... I think was the almost 16 hour one we did for Kingdom Hearts 2 where we did all of the data battles and the lingering will. That was a fucking long time to just be fighting bosses for a straight 16 hours. Jesus Christ. But yeah, it's been like training. That's what me and George have said like a couple of times during the streams. We're like, this is look, we should be good for the 24 hour stream because this is good. Like we've got this, but still like 16 hours. That's still like, what is it? Like another eight hours. Yeah, that's and true. Then... That's true. But, you know, like, it'll be a struggle, but I think it'll be the best one yet, I think. Especially since we're starting in the morning, so we kind of just wake up, do the stream, rather than... Because the first time we did it, we did it in the evening. So we, like, stayed up for the whole day. Then we set it for 24 hours in the evening. And that was a fucking terrible idea. Because <laughs> we were up for, like, 30-something hours. It was fucked. Yeah. Yeah, fuck. Mm. Those are, I, I don't envy you. I don't envy you. Because, I mean, when I record for, like, videos, I might sit down and do, like, a three, four-hour recording session like I did the other day. Mm. Just, like, I did some Brotherhood, did some, like, Revelations and extra collection stuff. I'm exhausted after three, four hours. I'm like, fuck. I don't have the same energy because I want, you know, my videos that I record first, and I always purposely record the ones I think I need to be hyped up the most mm-hmm. first. Because I, I go down and down and down. So I admire, when I watch you and George, I'm like, eight hours and you guys are still going. I'm like, holy fuck. I could not do that. I simply yeah. could not do that. The thing is, though, with live streams, is it's a lot it's a lot easier to do them for a long time. Because when you record, you want to make sure the video is like a quality video. So like, you don't want to be there like kind of just yawning and like being like silent for a lot of time. But whereas with streams, I think it's way, like people expect it to be a lot more chill. So you can just kind of just sit there in silence playing a game. And people are just kind of like, yeah, this is just this is just to be expected. So I think it's a lot easier, especially because me and George, especially when there's two people as well, I think it's easier to keep going as well because we can kind of yeah. just bounce off each other and it's all That's right. That's true, but so. I mean, I, I guess, but I don't know, man. Like, I don't know. I just had Joel here and we sat down and did like a couple of hours of Battlefield 1 and we're both just like, is, you want to do something else? Like anything else <laughs> other than this? Like, you know, it's just, uh, I don't know we're if just that's... Good at uh, it. Yeah, well, that's true. And you guys are, you know, veterans and experienced. Joel only, the only time Joel records anything is like once a year with me. <laughs> He's like, oh, we do, I'm, I just force him. Like, so Joel, everyone likes you better than me, so you're going to have to do some videos with me. And he's like, oh, okay, well, if you say so, then that's it. And then he's forced to. Whereas you and George are like veteran streamers. True. One day I'll stream. One, one day. day. One day you'll get there when you're like 30 and Australia mm. gets like. Catches up to 2016 internet. Uh, In Um, 2026, we'll have 2016 quality internet. Oh, God, poor Australia. Yeah, I go... But that's the thing. We've got MBN coming, like, in a lot of places. Like, my university has MBN. And I went there and uploaded a video, right? And a video Mm -hmm. that would take two hours to upload at home took five minutes there. So I'm like, okay, we have the internet in the country. It's just not in every household yet. Okay. We're trying... Like That's good. That's that's good news. yeah, I just don't live in an area with MBN. I had a place I was going to move into. I'm moving in a couple of months. I'm the place I find. I want to find a place with MBN. That would be very useful. Yeah, 
that's my goal. If I'm where I move to, that's uh, on my list. If it's a great place that doesn't have it, I'm not gonna fucking you know be like, no, nah, sorry, don't have NBN, not doing it. You know, <laughs> I, I can live without it, but that's it's on my list of things that would uh, be a uh, seller for me. That would be the top of my list. Actually, that'd be the only thing on my list. Yeah, well, you don't have to pay rent and I bills could live, and shit. I could live. I could live in a shed as long as I had good internet. Fuck off, dude. I mean, I, mean, I couldn't. I couldn't actually live in a shed. I don't think anyone could live in a shed. Depends what's okay. in the shed. It might be a big shed, like a big one of those ones that has like a bunch of cool shit in it. But what is wrong with you? I don't know. <laughs> oh, oh my Jesus. god. Uh, if it was a big shed, if it was a big shed, okay, mate. Well, righto. Uh, yeah, me and my shed. Um, the last couple of weeks you've been. To, there's been a lot of nice, delicious, chill streams. You were playing like everyone has gone to the rapture and yes, some of that. I did, and those are those are always fucking awesome. I love those. Just where it's like it's not about the game. It's just about kind of the community gets on the chat and we all just have a kind of catch up. Yeah. There was another one recently that okay. Ethan did. Did I watch sh- this? Did you watch it? You definitely did because I started getting messages about it from you. And then I realized the that it was all you motherfuckers were on the stream. Oh, yeah. And- I remember now. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. You should remember. Oh, you might not remember <laughs> it at the time because you were drunk as fuck. And I started getting messages about the podcast going, we should have this person on and this person on. Yeah. I'm like, hey, Rick, Jamie told me you, to do it. Are you high as are you high as fuck right now? Like telling me like the most ridiculous like guess and full series like, dude, nah, like really good. Uh, we I think we really should. And I'm like, dude, we might have to stop the podcast because we can't work together anymore. Like that's the end. Like if you're serious, we're I, I'm afraid we've just oh, God, this is the great. point of the podcast where we have to go our separate ways. And it turned out you were drunk as fuck on a stream, one of Ethan's streams. And you're all talking about, send Tyler messages and say this and that and fuck with him. (laughs) God damn it. Uh, God damn it. Yeah, that was fun. Son of a bitch. And then you put up a nighttime vlog. Oh, the log one. (laughs) What was that? Please, everyone watch it if you haven't. It's... (laughs) The most ridiculous thing. I laughed so hard at you. I didn't realize just... until I watched it back recently. I was like, what the fuck? The fuck is this? Like, I didn't think it was that bad. It's hilarious, though. It's ridiculous. I really not like Nolog 1. It's on, <laughs> it's, on, it's on my second channel. The Nolog. Oh, it's brilliant. It's so... Oh, it's so... I start, it's so funny, I open the vlog with, hey guys, welcome to the stream. It's not even a fucking stream. What I know, I, I was like, you're so drunk. <laughs> that was retarded. What possessed, what possessed, what were you drinking? Obviously, I only had one cider, obviously, Tyler. That's true. And then half, I was... a cider. half cider. Yeah, like half. 15, like a 15% cup. alcohol content, and you're just like, dead. A small cup like, of cider. Like 100 mils. I had apple yeah. juice. <laughs> apple juice and you're fucked you had listerine <laughs> and you're just like fucked up uh, oh god what's this comment we just got what what's the... that sorry to be such an idiot but why is it called kill connor club and you're not inviting haytham to kill connor along with yourselves just killing him i mean why if you don't really talk assassin's creed ah <sighs> 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 
<laughs> Hang on, can I send you a picture and you can put it up on the stream as like the representation of how I feel about that comment? Okay. Yeah, so I'm just going to quickly send this to you. Actually, you can see it. It's my pinned tweet. It's actually my face about James and something he's done recently. I'll go on and I will... Yeah, there we are. Okay. Where can I find it? Jesus Christ, for sure. I can't even do it. It's over. I'm sorry. It's done. <laughs> Hang on. I'll, I'll link you the, the tweet, James. Okay. It's just a joke. Brilliant. Okay. It's just a joke. It's just a joke. God damn it. This fucking laptop. I mean, the laptop's great, guys. Don't worry about it. Um, there you go, Dickhead. Okay. I have it. Did it. Did... Oh, yeah. Perfect. Yeah. 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 yeah, you know. Yeah, that's my face. That's literally the of face. Course. The first, first picture. That's the face I'm making. Oh, my computer's frozen. No. no. Yeah, okay. Well, we can address this. The picture that I came from, those two pictures, you can put them both up, uh, was I got a tweet, or you and I, James, got a tweet from uh, Billy, good old Billy boy, Ace99, um, mm-hmm. that was... Uh, he went back and watched you play Rogue for the first time. Oh, fuck that. No. And, and the credits, how you were talking about it. And no shit, and I'm, I will admit this, those two pictures are so legitimate. I was I was taking photos of my face as I was watching it. So when I made that face, the first face, so what James was doing was he played finished playing Rogue. Ter- first of all, terrible game. Um, and then he's like, that was... Awesome. Oh, fuck. It started clapping. I hate and myself. I literally, I literally cringed <clears throat> and had to, like, put my head in my hand. Like, I was cringing. And then, no shit, I was shocked. I've never seen it. I was shocked, and I had a photo of my face just fucking flabbergasted. That was my legitimate reaction to James going, look, even the, mo- even the modern day bit, that was a really good modern day. And I was oh, just like, oh, no. What? What the fuck are you talking about? What do you mean? It's a good modern day. What the fuck is wrong with you, James? Why I don't know do what do I was this? doing. I don't know what Why I was do doing. Why do you do this on a regular basis? I think I just want so badly for it to be good that I'm just like, yeah, no, that was really good. And it's really sad. It really just comes from a sad place. <laughs> I, I don't know. I watched it and I got so mad. I'm just like, that was... Literally one of the best Assassin's Creed games I've ever played. Fuck off, James. Was it one of the best Assassin's Creed? Well, it was your second favourite for a while. Or whatever. Fucking above Brotherhood. What the fuck's that about? Oh, I I want to punch you in the face. shit. Oh, God. (sighs) Yeah. God damn it. God damn it. Tyler, do you have Nando's in Australia? Yes, we have Nando's in Australia. Is it as nice? Well, I've never had Nando's in the UK, so I don't know if it's as nice, but it's pretty good. Good. Tyler is a man. I don't know why you capitalised that, Jamie. Don't know. That's what what happened with Unity. That's not what happened with Unity. My reaction to the end of Unity was, oh, eh. That That was my reaction to the end of Unity. I think that's the most genuine reaction I've ever given. Yeah, and then now you like it. I don't like it. 
Okay. I don't like it. It's just, it's just. So you won't mind playing it for a twelve-hour stream when I defeat you in this? No, I won't. I won't. It'll be a fun time. What? A tr- oh wow! He's already given up, guys. Ladies and gentlemen, James has already it, given up. I mean, up. it might be a fun time. We don't know yet. All I'm going to tell you is I'm not playing Assassin's Creed Three. That's. I will kill you to not play that game. So this multiplayer battle, I have more to lose. I will destroy you so I don't have to play Assassin's Creed Three. Yeah, I'm playing Assassin's Creed Three soon. I'm going to let's play it after the Etsy collection. What? Because I need to redo the let's play because it's old. And also everyone wants me to do it. And I'm like, well. No, you don't need to replay it. I Why do. would you do that to yourself? Because <laughs> I, want, I want views. And I don't want to talk about Empire. And I need something to do. So it's the only thing I can do because there's nothing else to do in my life. I hate you. If I have to talk about Empire one more time, I'll fucking cut my own throat. Oh, God. I yes, can't do it. I can't fucking do it. It'll be the death of me. It's horrible. So, po- so even though it's on the list of this podcast, we can't talk about it? Okay, yeah. <laughs> it's not actually on the list, is it? Well, it isn't, but it is, but it's not really about Empire. Okay, it's fine then. Just don't mention the fucking word kind Empire. Of, it, it Just call it is. Assassin's Creed 5. The... Assassin's even though we've had 15 Creed. Assassin's Creed titles in between now and Final Fantasy's announcement. Yeah. Final Fantasy it, 15's okay. announcement. Call it, call it, call it, call it um, Assassin's Creed 2017. That's what we can call it. I just can't stand the fucking word Empire. Makes me want to kill myself. Does it though? Do you actually want to end your life when you hear the word Empire? It just kind of gets me angry. And I'm like, oh, God, Empire. Ugh. Yeah, that's a good point. Do you, know what else gets me ang- Do you know what else gets me angry? Here's my segue. Okay. You'll love this. Do you know what else gets me angry? What? Vegans. <laughs> <laughs> Segway! I can cross that off the Empire list. Empire uh, is the same as vegans. No, you can't say that. That's a ridiculous statement. Vegans are always <laughs> the worst. So, the, we, you and I ended up in fights with vegans this week. Uh, oh, that happened. Oh, God. Uh, I'd like to... I'd like to say, I mean, they, they, I've never seen social justice warriors give up because their own logic, they will always reply and respond and they think they've won. But I haven't had any response since my last message to them, so I'm a bit disappointed that they gave up so quickly, to be honest. They might have killed them. But, uh, yeah, hopefully. That's the only hope. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that's like what, that's the goal, isn't it? But, uh, True. you like, you, well, who was it? You, you're fucking in love with that Leah Marie Johnson chick. Not yes. even hot at all, anyway. Well, okay, that's a lie. Maybe hit the gym, Leah. Maybe hit the gym a bit, but, okay, you know. That's anyway. to my, No, I'm a horrible person. I, that's a joke, guys. I'm not that, I'm not that much of a to be. I'm not, I'm not that much of a dick. Did you say be- you're beautiful? Oh, I didn't say that. I don't know where you heard that. That's strange. Um, okay. Yeah, and anyway. she's vegan. First of all, you don't have you don't have Tyler's approval to ever be with this girl. <laughs> first, first of all, you don't have the Tyler's stamp of approval to uh to to date or marry for that matter, Leah Marie fucking vegan Johnson. Yeah. Well, I'm definitely not gonna touch it ever. Well, but maybe and interviewing president barack obama saying yeah i'm a vegan i was trying to convince my friends to be vegan i was like oh what a shock never heard that before (laughs) never heard that before you fucking bitch what the hell 
god damn it and then uh, like you got an argument with vegans and then i came in just for like the dumbest shit they're literally saying the dumbest shit that is like oh, hashtag shit media to say like what what are you the dumbest cunt on the internet? And that's so saying funny. something? Like, we make videos about video games and tell dick jokes and have people tell us to kill ourselves on a day-to-day -day basis, and you're dumber than them. You're dumber than those people. <laughs> you realize that, right? Hashtag shit media to say, you're on YouTube. Why are you hashtagging anything? You dumb piece of shit. What are you talking about? <laughs> that's great. I love the one that are was you, trying to well, say... By you eating a steak, you're pretty much raping people. Yeah, what the fuck's that about? If you oh rape someone, that's, that's not as bad. That's I'd rather you rape a, rape someone than eat meat. <laughs> you should be in prison. Shit media to oh, say. God. Hashtag, hashtag. Hashtag, gone on Tumblr. Hashtag, my blog. Oh, okay. God. Those hashtags just... Oh. Why were they doing that? Hashtagging yeah, at the end. Oh, God. No. The dumbest stuff. Fuck so can I read people. my replies? I'm going to read some of their comments yep. and some of my replies to it. So, I mean, I, I went through and had a little, little bit of a rant just for some lols just because I wanted to trigger them on purpose. Mm -hmm. Then you got a reply saying, "I did." this is from this one guy, Daniel Hurters. I don't know how to pronounce his stupid name. Okay. Um, I didn't equate rape with eating meat. I equate two evil actions no matter what action is. Rape, evil. murder, abuse, torture, mutilation done to a human animal or a non-human animal has no difference why is it okay to why is it okay to do it to a non-human animal but when done to a human animal is wrong um think a bit more kid hashtag go vegan hashtag cognitive dissidence well what first does that all, mean what do I why, do is so? he, why is he calling people humans human animals <laughs> non-human animal human animal what does what that mean what does that it's mean it's just human or non-human stop saying we're not in first of all first of all there's a reason i eat meat i'll tell you i'm gonna tell you why right now straight away other than it's fucking delicious and i'm just trying to be healthy and actually get protein into my body but the second one is the fact that uh i can and I'm going to, because what, what's a cow going to do? Is it going to fight me? No, I'm going to beat it. Is, I can do whatever I want to a fucking cow. We are at the top of the food chain, other than gorillas, silverback gorillas. We went through this last week. <laughs> true, that's true, Silverback yeah. gorillas could kill us whenever they want to. Planet of the Apes is real. Um, <laughs> but, like, just in the basic sense of, well, I can, so I'm going to. Like, if they're not a human, cows are dumb as shit. Do you know what cows are doing if they're not eating grass and shitting and fucking? What are they doing? Nothing! That's all they do! They don't do anything else! They don't function and help the world! Just, I'm gonna eat you. Because I can. And because you don't do anything else but shit, eat, get fat, so I can eat you. That's all you That's are. That's true. There's vegans out there that don't eat honey from bees. Why? They don't eat honey from bees. Why would you take honey from a bee? Do you know what bees are doing when they're not making honey germs? N nothing. Nothing! That's all they do! And when they take honey from them, they give, like, a gas. They put a gas on them, mm -hmm. and they, like, go to sleep, right? And then they take the honey, and then the bees wake up. And then it's like, oh, let's just keep making more honey. They don't notice it! They don't lose anything! Yeah, they don't They don't think about it. They're not like, oh, man, my honey. So I replied to this guy, and then the guy replied to me going, man, you should be Trump's grandkids. Well, because apparently if I eat meat, I, I like Donald Trump. 
of course, um, this is exactly why fucking Donald Trump won the election because these dumb cunts, you're a racist and you're a Donald Trump supporter if you say anything about vegans or bad or social justice warriors. I'm glad Trump won, you stupid vegan pussies. Um, you have no idea what you are ta- talking about. If you want to check the scientific paper, okay, this is my favorite part. Oh, you want to yeah. check the scientific papers about global warming and how animal agriculture is the worst thing humans are doing to the planet, go here www.cowspiracy.com slash facts. Go vegan hashtag shit meaty to say. <laughs> if you want to go to the scientific papers, ladies and gentlemen, go to cowspiracy.com, ladies and gentlemen. Completely unbiased. That's what that is. So I just go, cowspiracy.com sounds very unbiased and peer-reviewed <laughs> science to me. Great hashtags, by the way. I'm sure you'll be posting them on your Tumblr and your blog no one reads later. Then I continue to reply with, I'm going to go eat an extra piece of steak today to make up for you. Hashtag doing my part. Hashtag, hashtag. <laughs> That's just brilliant. Oh, God. Oh, my God. No. no. Just please. Just please. Just please stop eating meat because global warming and um, it's wrong and rape is better. Is what I got from this, essentially. And it's really convinced me to go vegan, I think, actually. I think we should all do it. We've got to save the planet, guys. Yeah, by not eating meat. Because by doing that, they'll obviously stop killing animals, of course. Yeah, Jamie going, oh my god, Cowspiracy is actually a really good documentary. Jamie, I understand, there's plenty of great documentaries, there's plenty of great sites that talk about these things, but you've got to understand that these things are the most biased and edited propaganda things you'll ever watch. They're not balanced, they're not peer-reviewed science, they're just straight-up biased, agenda-based documentaries for vegans, the same as there are against opposing against vegans, where people are like, there's nothing wrong with eating meat, blah, 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 there's absolutely no bad things that are going to happen it's a balanced argument there's some the correct answer is somewhere in the middle there but you can't argue to me talking about you know go to cowspiracy it's peer-reviewed science it's, it for, it just isn't first of all and you need <sighs> Just like everyone finds the exact place they want, they have their agenda idea. Even people that watch this right now, they have their own idea of what they believe in, and then they're going to find the thing that agrees with them, and they're going to push that in everyone's face. Cowspiracy agrees with me. Everyone watch that. That's what's right. Not this other thing, not these other science peer-reviewed papers. Just this Cowspiracy documentary, or just this or that. Like, Please, ladies and gentlemen, have an open mind. Go to more than one fucking source and actually read up on shit. And actually, please, you know, just to be able to recognize bias, be able to recognize obvious agenda. That's mm. all I'm saying. Yeah, definitely. So fuck, fuck vegans is what I'm saying. Yes. Yeah. So for, for people like those vegans and social justice warriors who call everyone bigots, I don't know any people that are more bigoted than them, to be honest with you. But uh, anyway... On to something actually cool. Done okay. with vegans. That went a dark, weird turn. I didn't expect to go there. <laughs> as soon as I bring them up, I lose my shit. So, James. Yes. That went for a while. We've been going an hour and ten. Good. Um, we've got uh, a few things have happened. We'll talk about PSX in a second. But mm-hmm. before we talk about that, I'd like to talk to you about a game that just released. 
We've got uh, something yes. called Final Fantasy Fifteen. Yeah, it's a yeah, I've probably never heard of it. It's a small game. Um, um, small game, not a big deal. Yeah, that's that's. Uh, I don't know what that's called actually, because it's not a big game. I mean, it's not a small game. I'm still so tired. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. Okay, so James, why don't you it. explain to to the people here? <clears throat> yes. Because well, I haven't played Final Fantasy 15. And for those who are listening, we're not going to spoil Final Fantasy 15. There's not going to be any spoilers about story. Yes. We're just going to talk about the game we'll in that. general terms. I don't know anything about it, so I'm just going to ask general questions. I'm going to interview James here. This is the this is the title interviews James segment uh, mm-hmm. about Final Fantasy 15. Like he's a developer and knows everything. Yes. Um, exactly. Because I do. I don't. Yeah. But, okay. Again, because I haven't fucking finished it. We're not going to spoil it, guys. We're not going to spoil the game. Yeah, we're not going to talk about the story. It came out five days ago. We're not going to spoil the game. Uh, in general, what exactly is Final Fantasy fifteen in terms of... How would you compare it to something else Square Enix does, such as a Kingdom Hearts, in terms of gameplay, how the game's structured? Is it a action-adventure? Is it an RPG? Like, what is it exactly? Hmm. It's... Hmm... Uh, I think it's an I think it's an open world action RPG. I think that's how I'd describe it, because it is it's incredibly RPG based. But I think it's not as RPG as some other games, because there's dialogue options, but they're more additions to the game than it is like a main part of the game. You don't really get to choose what you do. You're kind of playing through a story, but the open world's very RPG based because you obviously have like levels like you would do with Kingdom Hearts, and the combat's very Kingdom Heartsy kind of thing. You have like the boss battles and stuff. It's it's incredibly Kingdom Hearts like kind of style because i've seen other final fantasy games and it's not the same because obviously they've got the new um uh they've got the new combat system which is incredibly inspired by kingdom hearts with like the just everything it's so kingdom heartsy and it's just it's just so good i can't even begin to explain like i'd have to write everything down like this is just it's just too much like it's one of the best games i've ever played and i think i think it's probably up for my game of the year against Uncharted 4, I think, at this point. Really? But I, That's a but huge I'd, call. I'd, I'd have to finish the game first, I think. But I'm just having so much fun with it. Like, I've been playing it non-stop. Like, I can't stop. It's so addictive. Like, all of the side missions and stuff, as well as the main story, is so good. Like, I, I it's just it's just so good. Like, the direction they've taken with Final Fantasy is great. Because I never bothered playing the other ones, even though I heard great things. Because... I just don't think I could manage with the t- like turn-based combat because it just it just seems so slow-paced to me, and I'm like I just don't really want to bother with it. But with the new combat system, which is so similar to Kingdom Hearts, it just makes everything so much more fun, and it's just I've just been having so much fun with it. Like I, if anyone's like in two minds about whether to get it or not, I'd say get it because I feel like you definitely enjoy. Like it's they, they describe it as you know it's it's a Final Fantasy for old players, but it's also really good for new players as well because it's so new and different that I think a lot of people that haven't touched Final Fantasy before will really really like it. So I'd I'd recommend it. I don't really know much of the backstory because this game I don't even know like they announced it so long ago and yep, it's taken so long. Like what exactly years, is that backstory to the game? What what in terms of development? I know some of it in terms of it's been a while to, like, announcement to release, but, like, when was it announced? Why was it taking so long to make? Okay. Um, well, essentially, it was first announced in 2006, I think, and it was meant to be part of a... I think it was meant to be part of the Final Fantasy Thirteen trilogy, and it was going to be called Final Fantasy uh, Versus Thirteen or something, um, and it was originally announced as that. 
in 2006, but then the Final Fantasy 13 trilogy ended up being, what was it, Final Fantasy 13, Final Fantasy 13 2, and something else, I think. I don't remember, but just eventually they changed it because it's just, it like, it changed, like, uh, directors, I think, a lot. Like, I think Tetsuya Nomura started working on it first, and he's, like, the, the dude for Kingdom Hearts 3. And then he left Final Fantasy 15 to go and work on Kingdom Hearts 3, um, so they had to change it again. And originally the game was running on one engine, then it changed to another engine, and they they changed like the direction of the game and the story and the characters and stuff. Um, but I think the main thing that stayed was the universe, the whole open world and combat aspects, and also the main character. I think those are the things that stayed. But it was basically so like this thing. Now see, because the thing is. They've been, they've beat, they've literally been working, like, whereas, like, things like Kingdom Hearts 3, even though people have been waiting since Kingdom Hearts 2, which was 2006. Yeah, 2006. You, you've been waiting 10 years, and it's still not out, but it hasn't been in development for 10 years. Like, I think Kingdom Hearts 3 was probably in development, I don't know, I'd, I'd say 2012, they announced it 13, I'd say that makes sense. But, yeah. King, but, but Final Fantasy 15, like, not as Final Fantasy 15, but as whatever, like, the game itself has been in development for 10 years at this point. And I'd say that freaks me out because it's such a classic Square Enix story that I'm like, wait, what if they do this with Kingdom Hearts three? Like we keep thinking, oh, it could come out next year. What if it's like twenty yeah, twenty five? Fuck that, man! Fuck that! <laughs> it's true. It could. It could. It's very possible. But like, it's kind of crazy how long it's been since like since they first announced it. like for people that have been waiting for this game like it's weird because it's called final fantasy 15 but obviously when they first announced it, it was final fantasy versus 13 and since final fantasy 15 like as it is now was first announced as versus 13 they've had final fantasy 13 and like um was it type zero and final fantasy 14 both of those come out in between that since they announced 15 and 15's fine now people have been waiting ages and i think it had a really good response especially from old fans as well which i didn't expect I thought, you know, them changing up the combat and stuff, old fans are going to be like, no, this is a shit game. Like, just because that's what fans do. Um, but it's had a really good response from everyone, which is great. It's always good to see that, because I I just, I think Square Enix makes such good games. Like, especially the Japanese ones, like, with Kingdom Hearts and Final Fantasy, because they're fucking great, and Kingdom Hearts is so good. But, uh, yeah, Final Fantasy fifteen is great. I think it's... Did you get into the Final Fantasy thing just based on it being Square Enix and you got into Kingdom Hearts? Yes. Okay. That's why. See, as much as I've loved Kingdom Hearts, I've never gotten into Final Fantasy and still this just hasn't done it for me. Really? It's just... Yeah, no, it just definitely has not done it for me. I have no interest in playing 15. It looks... For so people good. that are into that, it looks great. Like, gameplay-wise, looks very innovative. It looks very Final Fantasy, but it's just not the type of game I want to play. It's not the type of what, like, I probably wouldn't, I don't know if I would have, I'd struggle to get into Kingdom Hearts if I hadn't played it, you know, 15 years ago mm. when it first came out. You know what I mean? True, like, I suppose. It's just because I'm the type of dude that's super stubborn about getting into games. I take a while to, I, I, did, I only played Uncharted this year. You know what I mean? Like, mm. I was nine years late to the party. And I loved it, but I'm the person that takes so long to get into something. And when it's something that's so weird and different, that's even harder. It's even less likely. That yeah, but that's like people with it. like Kingdom Hearts. They're like, no, nah, I don't want to play Kingdom Hearts. It looks dumb. But it's not dumb. It's the best. Well, Kingdom Hearts is different. Kingdom Hearts is the greatest franchise of all time. Yeah, but Final it's Fantasy different, 15, different, like... 
Yeah, it's definitely if you say Final Fantasy 15 is as good as Kingdom Hearts, it's so not. It's I'm not. Gonna, you, lo- you can lose my number right now. You can lose but... my number podcast over, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's not. It's not anywhere near as good as Kingdom Hearts. Just because, because people have asked me like, how does Final Fantasy 15 match up to Kingdom Hearts? I'm like, well, it just doesn't because Kingdom Hearts for one is an ongoing story about these characters that are just amazing plus it's there's so many things about kingdom hearts that are just better to me than final fantasy 15 and i think to be honest i think one of the main things with kingdom hearts for me is the ongoing story because i just love following a story constantly and having all these different things that link together to this story and awesome universe whereas final fantasy 15 is obviously just one standalone game that's just itself and then final fantasy 16 or whatever the fuck they do next uh will obviously be a different story with different characters and you know final so. fantasy 15 versus uh final fantasy 15 uh, part 1.5 or something final fantasy 15 versus 13 oh god I, oh god final fantasy i don't know what they do with their titles people like i a lot of games i don't even know anymore kingdom hearts 0.2 birth by sleep square enix passage. what are you doing just come up with a Kingdom normal name. Prologue final chapter. Uh, Prologue final chapter. This is the most contradicting name I've ever It doesn't in my make life. sense. I, it's so... I just... Square Enix. I just don't even understand what they're doing. This is Kingdom Hearts 2.8. The thing is, though... Prologue final chapter. It's the greatest and worst name I've ever heard in my as, life. As weird as it is, it kind of does make sense, doesn't it? Like, to people who've played the game, it does kind of make sense, because obviously it's, it's, you know, you can't, it's, it's after, like, there's 2.5 already exists, and it's after 2.5, and it's setting up 3, and, like, final chapter prologue, it's, like, the final chapter of the setup to Kingdom Hearts 3, right? So it Oh, no, I sense. get it, it's just ridiculous. It is, but it still kind of makes sense, which is cool. It does. It definitely does. <sighs> yeah. So... We, do you want to move on to PSX now? So we had, for be. those who don't know, the uh, PlayStation Experience. The yes. Yesterday, today, depending on where you live. To, for me, it was the early this morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, which was, I, I believe it's the third PSX event. Oh, God, I didn't even know it was a thing. Until yeah, so it's one. the third one. And it's, I mean, clearly, because a lot of people pay attention, probably the best one because of a couple of announcements oh, that definitely. made. Um, so we could run through a couple of them. Obviously, people have wanted us to talk about all of this today, which is, uh, great. Um, there's so many cool things and I, stuff I want to ask you because there's one particular franchise I've never played before, which I'm definitely going to play. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. now, especially since the second one's been announced, even though yeah. I don't see The Last of Us 2 coming out for like three more years, you know? Yeah, I, mean? I agree. Like yeah, I agree. It's if not, it, it's, it's not close, if, I don't if think. It, yeah, it's 2019 at the earliest. At the yep. earliest. Yep. 2020, probably. 2019 at the earliest. People like 2018, yes. Yeah, I highly doubt. Yeah, I don't the think last so either. will be coming out in 2018. Highly doubt it. Definitely not next year, 100%. And I'm like 99% sure it won't come out in 2018. Um, oh, God. People have... I'm just on Twitter as well. And, oh, God, the grapefruit technique's on there. Oh, I think J- Jamie sent us the grapefruit technique again. Oh, Jesus Christ, the lady's back. God damn it. I love I love yeah. her. Yeah, god damn it. Um but yeah. So The Last of Us 2 is the way they finished it off, but the we can talk about that in a second. But the way they started PlayStation Experience this year was Uncharted The Lost Legacy. Yes, they did do that. So, True. So that was a 
a demo running through and it had like this lady in uh a burka, mm-hmm. and I pretty much as soon as I saw her, I was, and I saw her eyes, and it was brunette hair. I was like, ah, that's Chloe. That's yeah, 100%. yeah. I agree. I said the exact same. Yeah. What did you think of the trailer or the the gameplay demo, and the fact that we have uh, Nadine, uh, that weird crazy bitch um, mm. from Uncharted 4's main campaign, uh, and also Chloe in there? It's obviously a prequel, right? Yeah, I say so. Yeah. What did you think? Um looks interesting definitely like i mean it's uncharted so it's gonna be good because uncharted's great but i mean like i mean there wasn't too much there i mean what was there looked good and it looked fun and interesting but i think we're gonna have to wait because i mean there wasn't really too much they showed off it was kind of quite mysterious until you got to the end and then you see it's chloe and then like they give up like you know the logo and everything it's like okay this is cool i'm interested but yeah there wasn't too much that they showed really like you don't know anything about the story, you yeah. kind of get a glimpse of uh, the what the vibe of it's going to be like, the location's going to be like, because um, it was just a bit stealthy and you're undercover, and there's it was nicely built in terms of tension and and everything, but in the end, mm. it was a bit of a classic uh, uncharted moment where they fuck up somehow and they have to fight a bunch of guys, and then you have the epic looking at the building and you see the bombers flying. Like Ooh, yeah. obviously, it's a cool cool setting. But that was, what, five, ten minutes long? How long mm. is the DLCs going to be? What was the... Like, they're not long DLCs from memory. That Naughty Dog's only single-player DLC was the last of this one, right? Yes. That was and about that was two hours. Only, what, a, two hours? Yes. See, that's yeah. like... At, at a what stretch, we, I think. So we've seen like 5% of the whole thing? Yeah, well, I mean, who knows? Maybe demo? it's maybe it's a long DLC. Because it's a standalone, I think, as well, actually. I, think you can, I don't think you... They said you don't need Uncharted 4 to play it. Well, that, they said that, and they said, what do they... But they called it a standalone chapter. Yeah. Chapters in Uncharted are like an hour, hour and a half. Mm, maybe it'll be extended, slightly longer than a chapter. I hope so. I'd say. I just wonder, what's the story going to be about? What? Why is this the story they're going to tell in the DLC? What's importance is it to perhaps the future of Uncharted going forward, or even what's its impact to Uncharted 4? Yeah. And they're calling it standalone, so maybe it doesn't have an impact, but it's cool to see the fact that characters we love like Chloe, and I hope Cutter's back as well mm. um, as uh, at some point through the DLC, just because, like, what were they doing either before or during... Um, well, it's definitely before because of Nadine's in it, um, Uncharted 4's event and everything, because those were characters, you know, you kind of missed... That were in Uncharted two and three, yeah. But I'm cool with I'm cool with play, as playing as Chloe for sure though. Yeah, definitely. It'll be interesting. I mean, it's it's Naughty Dog and it's Uncharted, so it should be good. Yeah, no, that's that's a good point. That's a good mm. point. Uh, the camera angles were weird in it too, right? It was a really close up. Yeah, true. Like, well, you reckon that'll be in the game, in the actual thing, or that was kind of like a reveal segment maybe but i feel like it might have just been for that section how it was kind of you know kind of the whole like chloe reveal kind of thing i think i don't know i feel like it might have i feel like that was probably uh, maybe not i feel like it might have been the opening in a way to like the whole dlc it's kind of like the whole her trying to like do whatever the fuck she was doing and it's kind of like kind of close just because it's part of that section i don't know section yeah it's weird strange interesting i'd like to i don't really want to see anything else other than 
uh, give me like snippet clips. I don't want to see another demo, or any like gameplay or anything. Just give me like a little quick trailer um, that doesn't show any really anything other than a release date mm-hmm. later on, and then I just want to play it on release. Like I don't want them to be teasing too much of this. Yeah, especially because it's probably going to be kind of short. I don't want them to show a lot of gameplay, so we're kind of like we know a lot of it. Because yeah, a lot of absolutely. a lot of Uncharted is like you as you play through it, you like you see these like like because the graphics are so good. A lot of it is you like have these awesome set pieces where like loads of cool shit happens, or like you have like a cool like uh, like landscape to see or something. And if they show a lot of gameplay, then a lot of that's gonna be ruined, I think. So you know, yeah, you want to have agree. that first absolutely. experience. Absolutely. Um, running through down the kind of list of things they did. There's a couple of cool games like Marvel vs. Capcom. I mean, I'm not that into that. I don't know if you're into Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite. Uh, not really, um, no. Not, yeah, but I mean, it was there. Um, yeah, it was, it then was there. Then there was... Excited. An, yeah, an actual gameplay trailer for the Crash Bandicoot Remastered Trilogy, which uh, I thought yes. looked nice and beautiful. I'm very excited for yeah, Crash to return. The insane trilogy, as they've called it. Mm-hmm. Um, so that were, that looked cool, I, and it's pretty much how I expected and hoped it looked. It's like they're just making this arcadey style game. Well, I mean, because of the same games, they're just making it look different. You know, Crash Bandicoot these days—that's not what you'd call an arcade side-scroller game. Mm-hmm. That's not a full AAA game like it was back in the day. So it's just how you'd imagine a very nice 2016 uh, arcade game to be. But yeah. it's Crash, and people love it. So I'm really excited for it, to be playing those games that I used to play as a kid. Yeah, true. I agree. Uh, then there was, I want to ask you about Horizon Zero Dawn. Yes. Now I'd seen stuff before about it. I've seen Mm -hmm. screenshots. I didn't know much about it. This is the first time I've really sat down and watched a trailer because I haven't paid much attention to PlayStation exclusives because it wasn't, it was up until four or five months ago that I actually got a PS4. What are your thoughts on this Horizon Zero Dawn, this game that's like, uh, all ancient, slash futuristic game where you're a fucking like caveman woman hunting robot dinosaurs like they're kind of hinting a bit too much of the story i thought in that trailer where they're kind of trying to sell it to you be like now this is what the story is really about if you're intrigued please play it but for other people that are already kind of gonna buy it they're like okay you're telling me too much about it because they're being like you must find what's hidden inside of the secrets of this earth and I'm like, okay, well, they're kind of just telling you the whole story, right? You know what I mean? Like, they're yeah. really putting you into the story and telling you too much about it, not letting you just kind of discover what the game's about, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. It seems like a game where you, for someone who's going to buy it and get it, they know what the gameplay's about, but they get in like, oh, this is actually a really interesting story. There's a deep world to it. And I'm intrigued by that deep world that they seem to be building. But I get that they're doing it because they're trying to get more people to buy it, with yeah. that intriguing story, but it's kind of ruined a moment for players to be like, holy shit, there's more to this hunting robot dinosaur game, you know what I mean? Yeah. What are your thoughts overall on it? Are you going to get Horizon Zero Dawn? Or are you I kind mean, of like, yeah, I'll definitely get it. I'm not, I'm not like super looking forward to it, like, oh shit, got to pre-order it because I'm so hyped. I mean, I think it looks interesting, and I think there's a lot to it, and it's like, it's new and different, and I'll definitely get it, but... I mean, I haven't really looked at it. Like, I've seen gameplay demos and shit. They showed it, like, E3 and, like, trailers and stuff. But I've never been super into it, looking at, like, all the details and everything. I don't really know much about it, to be honest. I just think it looks kind of interesting. Yeah, I'm pretty much in the same boat, to be honest. I mean, I I paid less attention to it because I've just been so out of, uh, I feel, everything PlayStation for years now. I've, the last PlayStation console I had was a PS2. 
Mm. You know, so things like it's why I wasn't disappointed with No Man's Sky because I didn't even have any. Ex- I was like, oh, people are talking about this game, space game. Okay, I'll get it. I had no expectations of anything because I hadn't heard about it until like a week before it came out. Ah, uh, yeah. That's how out of it I am with this PS4 stuff. True. But uh, speaking of PS4, speaking uh-huh. of PSX, mm. the story of the whole press conference came down to the end, which was yep. The Last of Us Part 2 teaser trailer. Mm-hmm. I've never played the original Last of Us. Which you need to do. Which is now officially on my game's backlog. I will absolutely play it very soon. Yeah. Hopefully around you know Christmas time. I will be definitely be playing The Last of Us. Now I go to PS4, I can get the definitive edition or the remastered. It's not really remastered. Your definitive edition, essentially. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I'll definitely be playing Last of Us. I was never into zombie games, so I kind of was just like, cool, I'm sure it's great, not going to get it. But after playing Uncharted and just loving the way Naughty Dog makes games, knowing there's a sequel, the amount of people rave about it, and people are like, it's not zombie, it's, you know, it's about the story and the characters. I'm like, okay, I'm convinced. I've seen what Naughty Dog can do and make me feel just about characters. Not necessarily the world, even though, I mean, everything about Uncharted to me is a masterpiece. Mm -hmm. But I can be convinced to play any Naughty Dog game based on I know the story's going to be spectacular. They're going to make me love these characters, and I'm sure the game's going to be super intriguing and uh, immersive, that I'm going to love it. Even though it's not usually something I'm into, Mm -hmm. I will absolutely get it. And I would love to get it right now, play it now, play it tomorrow, whatever. But, like, you know, I'm balls deep in the answer collection and i and because i'm because i'm ocd i cannot play any other game until i've got all 3000 gamer score from this game so <laughs> i'm gonna have to i'm just gonna have to wait till i got every achievement in the answer collection and i've played some skyrim and i just got battlefield one i need to play some of that and then i'll play probably unless i get something else that's new i'll play the last of us Mm. so give me like a month and i'll be playing the last of us oh, i got plenty of time us. like the last of us part two is not coming out for like three years at least so i'm yeah, not like well, i will play it soon sooner rather than later but you know it's not like um oh you gotta play it before the second one all right i might play it in like two years then um <laughs> <laughs> yeah what did you think of this teaser trailer oh i thought it was amazing the i i love the way that they did it because it, it was clear that they knew people were going to go crazy over it because like they start off with the whole you know like it's a forest and you're like okay what is this and then you see like more of the environment and like you're kind of thinking okay is this the last of us and then they just zoom out one more time like to show more and you just see the the fireflies like logo like spray painted on a stop sign and that's when you just like yeah. okay this is the last of us and you're just like ready to get into the trailer and it was just so good it was so good the way they did that and oh i because I, that, that's the first thing i saw because obviously i wasn't watching um psx because i was streaming on horsey and fox and i went onto twitter and someone had just posted the picture of just like the firefly symbol on the thing and i was like oh my god what the fuck's going on and then that's when i went to the live stream and rewinded and just watched the reveal and ah uh, it was just so good i loved how they did it and i'm just so fucking yeah. ready because i loved the first one I literally went onto your Horsey and Fox stream today just to see your reaction to, and I found the point that you're watching the trailer because mm. I wanted to. I was like, "What was James's live reaction like?" Because I'm sure you would have watched <laughs> it like on the stream, yeah, and everything. And 
as someone who, again, has never played the first one, I mean, I know the gist of The Last of Us, the first I don't know really the core details, but I know, like, the, the names Joel and Ellie, like, these characters mm-hmm. and kind of what it's about in a sense. But really, I, I, don't, I haven't had anything spoiled for me. I knew they all... You know, spoiler alert, it's been a while. I haven't even played it, so I don't really feel bad for saying spoilers. Um, that they're obviously both alive because they're in the trailer, but I got a couple of interesting things I've been mm-hmm. hearing about because I've been watching other people do reviews and reactions of this trailer. Mm-hmm. Now, I loved the trailer as a you know subjective outside perspective to it that's not a fan of the franchise as of yet. Mm-hmm. I thought the guitar playing, which I've heard was a song that Joel taught Ellie in the first game. Mm-hmm. Or something like that, but I just thought the the song and the vibe of it, I was like, I'm so into this. It's kind of like a like, I love the dark vibe of it, but also the, I don't know how to explain the music. But I love that type of music, yeah, the acoustic kind of blues, depressed, or, or oppressed, um, kind of vibe that those songs have, and just the real darkness to them. It just reminds me of some awesome like. I don't know, UFC promo, but like really just eerie. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. It was like watching, you remember, oh, there's a couple of bands I'm thinking of. What, the White Buffalo, who did a lot of songs for the show Sons of Anarchy. Okay. It reminded me of one of their songs. And I was like, I'm like, I, I dig this. I dig it. If you have good music, <laughs> I'm already kind of sold. And I dig the vibe they're going for. And obviously you have Ellie, who looks a lot older. It doesn't look like that little girl from the first game to me yeah. again. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. I haven't played the first one, but you know, this is just what the, the vibe I've gotten from it, from what I know of the first game. Yeah. And you know, she's got some tattoos on her arms and she's, you know, just killed a bunch of people. She got like blood dripping off her mm. and Joel walks in and then's like, she goes, he's like, you, you sure about this kiddo? And she's like, I'm going to kill every last one of them. Mm. Now I ask you, what do you think's going on with this story here? God, I don't know. Like, I literally don't know. Part of me thinks we might be playing as Ellie in this one as well oh i definitely think so i think or that's, maybe both but i think ellie i think i think ellie because there were parts in the last of us one like it was mostly joel but you got parts where you got to play as ellie the whole dlc was ellie as well but and obviously when you you're playing as like you know a kid it's just not as good but obviously she's now grown up so i think it makes sense um for us to be playing as ellie i think it because it, then joel's gonna be older and this story seems to be from from the trailer like i can't really say much because it's just a like you know a teaser trailer but it kind of looks like the story's about Ellie primarily, I think. Um, and obviously they'll grow together as characters and stuff and probably meet new characters and stuff, and it's going to be awesome. But it looks like it's a lot like Ellie's kind of story. So I think we're probably playing as her, which I'm completely up for. So, because that's awesome. I love both the characters, so I don't really give a shit if we play as Joel or not, because it doesn't matter, because both the characters are so great. Yeah, exactly. That's cool. Now, a question. This is a fan theory I've heard. I was listening. Um, I think I was... Which one was I watching? Because I watched a bunch of reviews and, like, reactions okay. to this trailer. Might have been kind of funny. It's like Greg Miller and, like, Colin and stuff. Um, mm-hmm. They were talking about who brought it up. I think it might have been Greg that brought it up, which was... Could... The, but, like, because they were like, well, why is Ellie on such a rampage to kill people? There were, By the end of the first game, there wasn't really... Maybe the Fireflies, but there wasn't really that much passion or desire to yeah, just true. kill a bunch of people. Like, why she won that? And someone brought up a comparison to, like, an Arkham Knight situation where Joel's dead. Okay. And he's, Ooh. like, the Joker, and he's just there the whole time. So she's actually trying to kill these people for Joel, but he she still sees him. Hmm. 
So he Ooh. and like you'll play it and he's there, but you find out like at the end he's dead the whole time. He's been dead the whole time Ooh, or something. Ooh, that would be interesting as fuck. Yeah, that'd be. Oh, super that creep. would kill me. I would die if that was what happened. Oh no. But, can you imagine you go through the whole game with the two of them and then in the end Joel's dead? I cry. Dead the whole time. I would be crying. I'd be on the floor. I don't think I could what deal with that. Oh yeah, no. <laughs> oh no. No, but now, see, now I'm going to be thinking of that the whole time I'm going to be playing that game. I'm just going to be like, is Joel dead? Is Joel actually here? <laughs> oh, yeah, no. I know. Now I've kind of ruined it for myself because if that's right, we'll kind of be like, oh, fuck, we kind of, we were talking about that three years ago from day one. Yeah, Go back true. to this podcast be like, we literally talked about this. Yeah, true. Oh, God. But yeah. Yeah, it's true. I don't really see any other, like, there's, there, there could easily be other reasons that we build up to because that doesn't necessarily mean that's the beginning of the game. Like, obviously, we'll have, like, a probably a prologue and it'll explain why she wants to kill everyone. But, uh, yeah, there's not really, from the end of the first one, it kind of felt like everything was peaceful because there were, you know, you know, everything's chill. Um, but spoilers. But, um, you know, <laughs> I don't really see, there was not really any kind of, specific reason why ellie would want to go on a rampage killing everyone so i don't know it'll be interesting Joel's dead. i'm just saying Joel's dead. Oh, Joel's dead shit. oh god <laughs> i'm not sad yet because i'm playing the game but i'm like that would be awesome and epic I'm oh like, yeah I just imagine when upset. you play the game you're gonna be so attached oh, you're gonna yeah, want to kill yourself i know oh i know I, I, if, if it's anything like what naughty dog did to me with uncharted they're gonna oh, honey dick me into, I think into the, big balls deep. Thing is with Uncharted, I think that I think Last of Us does characters better. I think because it's it's completely about the characters. That's essentially what the game's there for. Whereas Uncharted is there for a lot of reasons. But I think that even though everything about the Last of Us is good, like gameplay and other stories stuff like that, the characters are just oh, it's just so good how they do the characters. Like, is it? In terms of the first Last of Us, if I'm going to compare, let's because I'm going to spend most of the time comparing to uh, Uncharted, mm-hmm. because you know it's the same developer, yeah. but you know Uncharted's got, especially in the early games, a lot of shooting, and you know it's obviously a lot of parkour and things like that. Yeah. What type of gameplay are we looking at with uh, the Last of Us? Is it just pretty much shooting the whole time? Is it? No. Is there parkour elements to it? Like what? What kind of shit do you do in the gameplay? There's a lot of. Okay, so it, I think it's mainly comprised of combat, stealth, and puzzle solving. So, like, you'll have sections where... So there's kind of... Because obviously it's not as... You're not as agile as, like, Nathan Drake or whatever, because it's not, like, an action yeah. hero kind of game. But, like, Joel can... You know, he can climb and stuff, but a lot of the time you kind of have to work out, like, how you want to get somewhere, because obviously it's post-apocalyptic. So, like, uh, just for an example, there might be an area where... Because Ellie can't swim, I don't think. No, she can't. So there's like, like an area where there's water. And obviously if it was you on your own, you'd just swim across. But you have to find a way to get Ellie across to the other side. So you might want to like see if you can get like something that can float. Or like you can grab like a ladder that will then allow you to climb up on top of something to get across like a bridge or something. Or then something might go wrong, so you have to try and find another way. And that's like kind of like, you know, the puzzles you kind of have to solve to get through areas to get to the next place. And kind of reveals more story because they'll talk to each other and stuff. And then, like, you've got stealth where you have to... Because, obviously, there's, like, the clickers that can't see you, but they hear you, so you have to be as silent as possible. And you can, like, throw things, and, like, they'll go over to those things, so you can kind of get past and stuff. And then there's just normal combat where you just kind of, like... You'd be, like, either fighting other people that are against you or the, you know, like, the zombies, which not a lot of that happens. They're kind of more there as, I suppose, like, gameplay obstacles. 
because yeah. once you've got past like the first kind of bit of the game you kind of realize the zombies aren't really that much of a threat they're kind of just there like i mean if you come across a lot of clickers like you're probably like obviously if you go straight into combat you're probably going to die but they're kind of they're kind of there and it's just it's just integrated so well into the world and the story that you don't it's not like a huge thing kind of thing you kind of care more about like the possible people that might be trying to kill you and stuff and i don't know they just managed to build the world so well that you kind of just feel like you're a part of it it's really good interesting very interesting well i mean i'm already convinced to play it definitely mm. so it's so uh, I, I mean i like it i after playing uncharted i was convinced i'm like oh, uh, yeah, i'm playing it it's just kind of i put it off now with the whole you know uncharted part two and i love the name i love that it's not you know just the last of us two yeah um i just said uncharted for some reason uh it's not just the last of us two but it's you know the last of us part two i'm like that's yeah. interesting um you know it could they could leave it there or just part two there doesn't need to be a trilogy or four of them but they could do more it's just kind of like that sort of title mm. uh so i mean that's very cool i'm very excited to play play it for the first time while also being beginning the hype for this uh sequel yeah and i, and I love that they're keeping the same characters for oh, sure so assassin's creed please just do that like mm. the Ezio collection if that hasn't shown you that you need the same character multiple games i don't know what will naughty dog knows what the fuck they're doing yeah and it's like it's not just about a franchise name they could do other stories with uncharted with the last of us with different characters they could they just haven't and it's worked out fucking awesomely mm. yeah definitely that's a thing it's like because they could have easily done like if they'd have done the last of us 2 and it would have been different characters set in the same world i would have been like okay sure this will be good because it's naughty dog but it's having the same characters just makes it that bit better because you're so like attached to the characters and you get to continue their story because i felt like when i finished the last of us one it was like it's a good ending, like, it's a good place. To me, actually, kind of, the ending kind of felt underwhelming, in a sense. Like, it built up to this, and then it was kind of like, oh, okay. But, it, like, I kind of, I just wanted more. Like, I wanted to know, it, like, what would happen next. I just wanted more of it. So, I'm really happy they're having the same characters and we can get another story. Because it's just, it's so good. So, you know. Yeah, well, that's it. Like, having multiple characters, well, the, those characters come back again... It's just because, like you said, like the franchise itself is going to get you hyped. But when you also have on top of that character and invested in, it's like it's it then takes the experience of awesomeness you had from playing this first game mm. and continues that hype. And you're like, oh, my God, now I can go back and play the first one. And it means more than just that game. That experience is now being pushed forward onto another thing. Yeah, exactly. And that's really what they need to do with Assassin's Creed, because I, I don't know how they don't get it at this point. It's just, it's just fucking retarded if you don't get it. Oh, uh, I know. Oh, I know. I know. Speaking of Assassin's Creed. Oh, brilliant. Yeah, I know. I'm just the Segway master today. True. I'm always, I'm not mad at the Segways I do. Never mad at it. Yeah, they're good. They're quality Segways. <laughs> they're quality Segways. Um... What do people say in the chat before we get onto that, actually? People are asking shit. Um, Tyler, who do you think would win, Indiana Jones, Drake, or Croft? Well, I don't give a fuck about Indiana Jones or Lara Croft, so Drake. Um, easily Drake. Um, yeah, true. 
Tyler would win. Yeah, that's true. I would win. I'd be the shit out of all of them, and then I'd cry because they're fake video game characters, and I was just playing in my room by myself. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. Great. Um, Uncharted: The Lost Legacy is not new game, but a standalone. I don't think anyone knows what the fuck they're talking about anymore. That's, um, okay. Well, it's a standalone DLC, so it's a so it's an add-on. No, it's not a DLC. For... It's not a DLC. It's not its own game. It's a standalone. It's a new thing. It's just called a standalone. I'm going to kill myself. Yeah, I know. You don't give a fuck about Indiana Jones. What the fuck? No, I don't really. I haven't watched Indiana Jones since I was like four. I don't care. Yeah, it's been a Uh, while. Do you have a James's Journeys? No. Yeah, I didn't think so. I did not think so. Joel's Journeys. Joel's Journeys. Well, Joel's not here right now, so I don't really know. I don't really know how that's going to work out, unless you want one of us to pretend. Yeah. I think in one of the later episodes of... Uh, our, because Joel and I recorded, like, Battlefield 1 stuff, he was talking about you, and he was just, like... He was just admiring your accent. He oh, was just well, like... that. He, of course. He was just like, that man has a very nice accent. <laughs> and, then just, and then I was just doing my impression of it, and he's just oh, like, great. no, that's weird. That's weird. <laughs> So that's, that's way great. better. Um, and before we get into Assassin's Creed, uh, people, oh, uh, go to? and yeah, because we have to <laughs> go and like the stream. Add oh, the We're at eighty-four. So we got another hour at least of the podcast. We can get, get us to hundred now. Easily, easily, easily. Um, so excellent. Okay. Oh, my back. Oh, this has been an interesting podcast for me, lying on a couch differently. Um, uh, okay. So, Assassin's Creed actually has quite a few things I wanted to talk about because uh, we kind of gave our review for the Ezio collection in the last podcast, so we're not going to like repeat ourselves or anything like that. But uh, where are you up to at the moment with the Ezio collection? Um... Uh, I'm exactly where I am on my Let's Play, so like just the beginning of Brotherhood. That's all you played. Yeah, because I don't, I haven't played any more than I need to play. Oh, really? Interesting. Okay. Because I kind of want to, I kind of want to stay in sync with my Let's Play. I kind of don't like getting ahead of myself and having to go back and replay it for my Let's Play. So, and I haven't had time to record, so no, I'm just kind of like. Do you not? What do you mean? But don't you just record the Let's Play and that's your playthrough? What do you, what do you record separate? No, I no, I no, I do. So okay, so essentially, I just like to record for like I don't know, like an hour or two, maybe at the most. Like yeah, when I do, when I record, because I don't want to get too like exhausted by it. Um, yeah, so that you. sounds that sounds fucking weird. Cause people are like you get fucking exhausted by playing video games and talking. You no, yeah, I'm with cunt. you. I agree. It's fucking yeah. Crazy. It is. It's horrible when you go for a while and you just get to the end. You're like, oh, I don't want to do this anymore. I don't have anything else to say. Um... Yeah, it gets tough, but, so yeah, so I like doing that, but then Final Fantasy Fifteen came out, and I just didn't have time, and I kind of got lost, and then I didn't do any more Brotherhood, but, um, you know, I've been, I played the, because when the collection first came out, I played the first hour of two, then I played the first hour of Brotherhood, then I played the first hour of Revelations, and got all my first initial reactions at the beginning of the games recorded, so I had, like, my, you know, reaction to the remaster kind of thing, and then I just yeah, played sure. through two, then moved on to Brotherhood, then Revelations, so I have... You know, the Let's Play going. And I'm just not going to play any more Revelations until I've finished Brotherhood, because I just don't need to. So, 
that's that's that. Okay, interesting, interesting. Well, do you want to know what I'm up to on the Esther collection? You've almost finished everything, haven't you? I have 100%. I've got every single achievement in Assassin's Creed 2. I've 100% that game completely. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so that's the second time I've done that in my life now. Uh, seven years later, I've 100% of the game again. So that's obviously the whole game completed, all the side activities, all the side achievements, all the collectibles, everything done. Revelations, I just got the last of the data fragments literally about an hour before we started the podcast. So the Jesus. I've 100% synced Revelations. I've done everything in Revelations except for the Lost Archives achievements. Okay. And, and I've got to play the now the five Desmond uh, missions, like puzzles. So I've got to do okay. just those. The only achievements i got left in Revelations is like the bullshit first-person puzzles. And I think I've got to buy two more books as well and then i've got the book achievement and then that's it for revelations but the whole game is 100 synced and then brotherhood i think i've got out of the 3000 gamer score that's available of the etsy collection i've got 2000 at the moment okay so i'm I'm definitely on the way there but by the time the next podcast rolls around uh i will have finished all 3000 gamer score Jesus Christ. Of the Etsy collection yeah that's a guarantee two weeks two weeks time absolutely i will have the 3000 game score so then I can move on from that game. Brotherhood, I'm still uh, where my Let's Play is pretty much. I've recorded another couple sequences, but, you know, I'm still kind of following on the Let's Play, but I've, yeah, finished Revelations yeah. off. Because, you know, I could just sit down and play Revelations whenever I wanted. I've done, I just did a ton of my plays actually recorded that I'm editing now. I've just been at work, working all weekend. I'm working tomorrow. So tomorrow afternoon, I'll be able to start editing and releasing some more videos mm-hmm. uh, where I got 10 achievements in like an hour playing revelations so I've, that's like a time i post right just getting achievements and shit jesus okay cool yeah so yeah just you know it's just what i do it's just what i do that's true it is i can't i just feel dirty with achievements like <laughs> i've got every achievement in every assassin's creed game and i'm just like it's just sitting there with like achievements to get i'm like i can't i can't move on i can't play the last of us i can't play i just got battlefield one brand new game never played it before cannot play it cannot play it until I finish every achievement. Jesus Christ. I don't envy that because I can just play a game and then I can move on. It's just filthy. Ezio games, not 100% completed, not 100%. <laughs> like, and I'm doing this, like my brother would walk through, I'm doing 100% sync. And the first playthrough, like I had 100% synced revelations in one run. I just did every mission 100% sync mm-hmm. in my first run through. So I didn't have to replay any fucking missions, which was much easier. And I'm doing the same with Brotherhood. There's some tough ones in there. Mm. Piss me off a lot. Yeah, like the tank one with Leonardo. Yeah, that's a little hard. But when you know when you do it once, I, you can kind of do it again. You know what I mean? Yeah, true. Yeah, you kind of like know the strategy. Uh, mm. so the only yeah the only frustrating part about it is like if you fuck up, you have to start oh, the time machine. So like the new the new games nailed that at least like restart from checkpoint it's like yes please yeah definitely like yeah whereas back then it's just like uh fuck I have to, do I have the to play whole thing again like twenty the easy minutes bit. like you have to do the whole bit where you kind of run through and like that blueprints whole... yeah. yeah oh god fuck ah <sighs> yeah yeah fuck that yeah fuck that um. What there was something else with the Ezio collection. 
Um, I had some written down. Let's have a look. Oh, yeah. So just finishing up Revelations again and just um, and playing through it all. There's a couple mm. of things I, I, I noted down. I tweeted about them. I did a little bit, a little bit of a tweet fest. Um, so this is the first time I thought about this. This is probably my 10th time I played through Revelations, I'd say. Okay. At the end of Revelations, Sophia says a line, and it kind of got me thinking. Oh, right, okay, yeah. So she goes, you do, like, the library door puzzle, and mm-hmm. it's fucking easy as shit. And then she goes, you better come out of there alive. And she goes, I plan to. Mm-hmm. And it's after this nice, cool dialogue. And, you know, it's kind of like, well, there's no danger in the library. And I know this. There's no tension. It's just literally 20 minutes of watching something happen. There's no tension, no obstacles. Mm-hmm. You open the door, you go in and it just all plays out. And I thought to myself for a game that really is built around mystery, especially revelations where you've been doing all these tombs to get each key. You'd yeah. think if there's something as crazy as a piece of Eden locked inside, I thought it would be the most epic of epic tombs to go through to get said Apple of Eden or whatever Altair is locked away in there. So like, you know, Altair walks in and he presses like a lever and that locks him in it and then like kind of launches the, I'd say whatever, the tomb or whatever. So it's not like Altair is running through a tomb before he dies just to set it up. You know what I mean? Like mm. levers it. I don't know. I was just thinking like how much better to me would it be for a, you know, five to 10 minute, epic mystic journey through the undergrounds of Masyaf where this library is to get to Altair's final resting place or this secret destination. You're like, and by that point, especially in your first playthrough, you don't know Altair's in there. You're just like, holy shit, there must be something epic in here. Mm. If you know, you get these keys because you know, Altair even says, you know, tell them I sent it away. Tell them I dropped it into the sea. I sent it to Cyprus. Like keep people away from this place. But the Templars, find out about it. The Templars find out about it and try to get the keys. Like to me, the whole test of getting the keys is, you know, to prove you're in it, like if the right person is going to get them. I'll tell you, hid the keys and did all this so that the right person got this message. Mm. And to me, it's a risk, right? Where who anyone could get those keys. The, the Templars could have gotten the keys. They already had one of them. They could have gotten the key and gotten the apple yeah. if they had all the keys, right? But they couldn't, if there was some epic, you know, assassin test to get in there. So to me, you don't just need the keys to get into the library. That unlocks the tomb. The tomb is what really tests that the right person is getting the message. That's all I was thinking. Mm, no, I love but... the way it ends. I don't, I don't think you need to change it. I'm just saying I thought of a what-if scenario for it. I mean, yeah, it's cool. I mean, I, I'm never against having tombs. Tombs are great. But I think that wasn't the... the I mean... Technically, you had a test to get each key. They were, they were the easiest of the tombs. They're the funnest of the, all the tombs you play, but they were so easy, man. Yeah, but like, they were technically... Technically, they were tests, though. Like, sure, at one point, Ezio's no. dangling, like, across this... Like, it looks like a fucking bottomless pit, like, in this cave with these flimsy, like, wooden structures. <laughs> But out of, like, the six, or sorry, the five keys, the Templars are, like, fan one of them, and they're at the destination of three of them. You know what I mean? Like, they could have found them if Ezio wasn't there, in terms of logic, right? So I'm just thinking in terms of what Altair was thinking, Um, with, like, hiding these keys away. Yeah, that's true. 
That's true. I mean, would they even have been able to put them in the door properly? Because, like, I didn't even know what the fuck I was doing when I put the keys in the Masyaf, like, the door. Like, it took me a yeah. while to realize. True. I was like, okay, so they have to go on the eagle in the right direction. I mean, if you don't have eagle vision, it could take you a really long time to get them in the right place. That's a very legit point about the eagle vision. Because, you know, it's a, eagle vision is really an assassin trait, an assassin skill. It's not, though, at all. Yeah, it is, actually. No, it's not, it's... because it's it's a, it's a first of DNA, so anyone can have eagle vision. Yeah, well, it's not, yeah, but... The, like Shea Patrick whole... Cormac, our favorite Irish assassin gone Templar. He had it. <laughs> anyway, um, ah, what so I'm did saying, well, as well. Actually, he had it as well. Yeah, he, his dad was also an assassin. His son was also an yeah, assassin. Yeah, it's not an assassin thing at all. No, well, well, let me explain. I'm not saying okay. it's an assassin trait. The assassin order was built around people who had eagle vision and high concentration of first civilization DNA. Was it though? Yes, it was. You sure? First of all, yeah, I'm a, a million percent sure. First of all, it's talked about uh, in the wiki and all the deep lore. But also, my next episode of Assassin's Creed, the truth, shameless plug here, is me going through all of the Assassin's Creed 2 glyphs and playing through all the glyphs and explaining all the background lore that we go through in the glyphs on the fly. Now, it's really long to edit, and I don't know how many releases because it's fucking long as shit. It's like an hour. But... In it, they literally, he literally talks about these people that have that ability are what built the assassins. Those are the people that got together and built the assassins. The people like Adam and Eve that fought against and could resist the peace of Eden. But what about what about? So in the... nowadays, the further history went, it became there were people that were never discovered with that ability that weren't assassins. Some Templars, as we know, well, Shay was an assassin first, and Hatham was related mostly to assassins. Should have been an assassin, but. There are other people, obviously, but the assassins originally were looking for people and were people of that mind, like Adam and Eve. Yeah, but what about... But, okay. Crossbred. Crossbred but Altair people. was the only assassin that had eagle vision. Or, or had I don't know if that's true. First DNA. That's true. But no, it, it is because... Um, in that time period, anyways. Because Alan William controlled everyone with the Peace of Eden. So they couldn't have had first of DNA, which means they couldn't have any, had eagle vision. Interesting. Altair yeah, was point. the only one who was able to. Look, it's, well, it's saying, Ubisoft, well, so it's like all retconned anyway. So yeah, it doesn't fucking also, matter. Yeah, no, that's a legit point right there. But no, I don't mean like every assassin has it, right? Like, I mean, original. What the assassins were built around was that, like, in the glyph sixteen talks about, like. Because the glyphs kind of each glyph follows like a story, right? Like they they kind yeah. of follow up against each other. There's like segments. Like well, first they just explains the apples, then they explain the different pieces of Eden, and then he goes on to explain how history has you know you, figures have used these pieces of Eden, and then how um, you know revolutions were done and like people were controlled, yada yada yada. Later on, it talks about how um, the humans were genetically modified with a uh, what's the word I'm looking for? A um, a cell in the brain that only humans had. That oh yeah, the, the neuron the, the, thing. Yeah, the neuron. Yeah, the yeah the neuron in the human's brain that the for, the Isu put in there so that the piece of Eden could only you know trigger it. Yeah. Um. 
So it's the people, the only people that can resist are those that are crossbred yes. uh, with Isu. And there's a whole segment about crossbreeding in the glyphs. There's one of the glyphs about crossbreeding. And then the next glyph after that is talking about how those are the people that started the order, the assassins. And it was those people that started that order to fight again. Yeah. And all that sort of stuff. So it mentions it in the glyphs that those are the people that began the order. So that's okay. the that's how people got confused that's, later, that's saying point. Adam and Eve were the first assassins, which they weren't. The order wasn't started till much later, but they were of the same mindset in terms of they were crossbred humans with Isus. Yes. That's so that's true. where the confusion came. Okay, that's a good point. That's yeah, that makes sense now. Yeah, but I thought that was an interesting point. But what were we talking about? Oh yeah, the oh the library, library tomb. What do you think? Are you totally I mean, against it? No, I'm not. I just think that, to me, it kind of... when Because like, everything's kind of winding down. Like, you have the last key. Like, Amet's dead. You go to Masiak. You're terrible. with Sophia. Yeah. And then... is terrible, though. Oh, I don't care about him. He's a cunt, but... I oh, know, exactly. Don't care about him. No, That's I don't to be care, but... Climactic ending? No, no, that wasn't really. I think the climactic ending was the going into the library. But I don't think there needed to be any kind of action sequence. I think that it's kind of like that's the end of the journey. You go in and like you have this kind of mysterious vibe with everything, and you know. But well, I'm you not. A, but I'm not against the tomb, have... though. Yeah, it didn't have to be like a. Well, I think it's not. Well, I'm not thinking of some big action-packed tomb, right? I'm thinking about some just puzzles mystery like it's added it's just building up because you're there and you're like holy shit what is it and then you've just got like another yeah to the final reveal just like uh like holy shit what is it and it's not like there's no action pack you're not really at risk of death you've just got to kind of like follow through all these things are being activated you've just got to do these kind of like lever pulling you're like holy shit what is this it's really like locked in there this huge mystery mm. and vault you're going through almost it's just you know yeah, that would make sense. And if you had, like, uh, if it was, as you went through, you kind of learned more about the assassins, in a sense. Like, it was kind of like, it kind of, like, was a tomb, in a way. Kind of like the Auditory yeah. Family Crypt, how you learn about the Auditory Family. You could learn about the uh, Masiaf assassins, in some in some sense. And and you could have even, like, I'm sure they could retcon, like, they could have retconned some special, like, I mean, even the Altair keys were kind of retcon new things they just added in. I imagine they could have been similar to like a vault at the end of Brotherhood when Desmond goes through and Juno's talking. Yeah. Actually talking. Instead of being like the Auditory Family Kid where you're reading, it could be Altair projections. That'd be kind of cool. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or you have, yeah, or like bleeding effect sort of thing. You know what I mean? Where like you're getting talked to through the bleeding effect because. I don't know, I'll tell you, knew somehow through the Apple that he was sending messages to someone with the bleeding effect. Yeah, true. Um, so, I was just like, you know what I there think? could have been really interesting things they could have played around with there. Yeah, you know what I think's great is the, the fact that we've lost so much hope with Assassin's Creed that we're speculating about Revelations and what they could have done with Revelations because it's gone just to make it so perfect, horribly yeah. downhill. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Jesus Christ. It's, yeah, it's sad. It's tough. It is very tough. Assassin's Creed. Okay. Another thing I was thinking about was when people try to argue about Connor and they try to talk about he's a real character, real person, he had a tragic story, though. It was just so tragic. He's his reason, really sad story. It's just just a happy ending. Oh, God. Yeah, did you see the comment I posted on Twitter this morning? Yeah, I did. It was fucking stupid. Yeah, no, it's horrible. Um, And then I think. You want a tragic story about an assassin? Connors is just stupid because he's a bitch. 
like Altai is is a tragic as fuck story. Exactly. That's a real tragic story about a real assassin who made real sacrifices, not some stupid bitch whose wife left him because he was a pussy. Like I mean, Altair gave up his whole life. Not because he wanted to, not because he was obsessed with the apple, because he he wanted to burden the apple so no one else had to. Mm. He wanted to, like, literally live with the burden, this curse of this piece of Eden, so that no one else would take it and control others with it. No one would use it for evil, because he knew he had the integrity not to do evil with the piece of Eden. So he would burden it, which caused his wife to die, his son to die, and his other son, you know, to pretty much have to live with him and protect him and shit. Like, because he had two sons. Only one mm. of them appeared in the game. The other one was killed. Yeah. And then his wife, Maria's killed. And it wasn't, Malik. you know, he... Malik was killed. Malik was killed. Um, you know, he lost the order for so long because of this apple of Eden that he had to burden. And then he gave everything up to protect the assassin order, to build the assassin order, to keep it strong, to uh, save the creed. And everything that order stood for, uh, to rebuild it, to uh, start it again in some ways, and then to you know save the world from evil people having that piece of Eden. Mm. He gave it all up, his whole life. True. It's a real tragic story, and yeah. you know you've read the Sixth Crusade. That book's depressing as oh, hell. God, yeah. It's, it's uh, such a good book, and then you've got Connor, who's just a little whiny bitch. He needs to shut his fucking mouth and get on with it. Stay yeah, I agree. Cunt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, jeez. It's so annoying. People are like, oh, Connor, you know, oh, he's, he watched his mum die when he was a kid. and his village So tragic. Burned. It is a tragic story. That's why he's so miserable. You can't hate him for that. It's your I don't hate him for that. Two brothers die. He doesn't whine like a bitch. Exactly. Like, Jesus Christ. All Connor's the characters' families die. That's literally every... That's a requirement to be a protagonist of an Assassin's Creed game. Your parents have to be dead. Yeah. Like, every single one. Arno? Shay? Oh, you don't really hear about Shay. Well, that's because they've probably died. They're probably dead, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jacob uh, and Evie? Parents are dead. Parents are dead. <laughs> Arno? Parents are dead. Also, <laughs> yep. Parents? Uh, dead yeah edward's parents are dead guess who they were killed by templars on oh, a sheep so. farm for no reason Connor they were just kills killed his by dad. Templars. Oh, an asshole. kills sake. his own dad what a fucking what an Classic absolute fucking assassin's creed protagonists gotta have dead yeah. parents uh unless you're connor and you kill your own parent because you're <laughs> fuck it oh no connor's a retard couldn't even save his mum. what a bitch Weak little uh, shit. Jesus, I'd have saved my mum if I was there. If I was him, I would have yeah, done it. He yeah, could. Same. <laughs> what is this? Oh, God, where's the Kill Connor Club? That's what it is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a good point. It's our hate on Connor section. Exactly. Uh, like, listen. Yeah. So, Alto's parents are dead. Ezio watched his father and brothers die. Connor, super bitch, couldn't save his mum when he could have. Killed his own dad. <laughs> Terrible character. Edward, parents are dead. Haytham, dad's dead, mum's dead. Yeah. And then you've got, yeah, Arno, parents dead. Shay, parents dead. Jacob Evie, parents dead. Yeah. Yun, mentor dead. <laughs> Her parents are probably dead. They don't ever talk about them. I feel like they're just dead. 
Oh, Surely. they're definitely dead. She was a con- she was a concubine. Her parents were dead, and then a mentor died. Oh god. Oh my god. God damn it, Assassin's Creed. Oh, it's almost Desmond's, like everybody died. Desmond's in life. parents weren't it's dead. It's like people. Yeah, Desmond's dead as shit though, so who cares? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like his mum was dead though. Because they never yeah. talked about it. When Desmond asked, his dad was just kind of like, yeah, maybe we can see her when this is all over. I feel like she was dead. Nah, it's just because William d- has multiple wives and fucks bitches all the time. That's why there's Desmond's brother. Desmond's half-brother, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because w- William at 60 is just fucking bitches. Oh, He's got that's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, Desmond's half-brother. Shut the fuck up, people. Out of wildlife slave, parents are dead. Oh, yeah, of course. Jesus. Get what you deserve. God damn Being it. An assassin. Can't be a main character. Parents are dead. Uh. Jack the Ripper? Jack the Lad? Parents are dead. Oh, God, yeah, of course. Classic Jack the Lad. <laughs> Classic the Jack the Lad collection. <laughs> Not again. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> uh. Oh, yeah. God. Oh, my God. Jack the Lad. Jack what do the they call him? Collection. Jack the Lad. <laughs> <laughs> this is the shittest reveal ever. Oh, God, I hate so many people. Like, that comment that was about Connor and everything was saying, like, oh, Jack the Ripper was amazing, and it gives an Assassin's Creed twist. I love that it makes making the whores he kills members of the Brotherhood. It's amazing and ties to the story perfectly. Go fuck yourself. Oh, God. That's not real, though. It was, that was a real comment. That was a real comment. I just read it. I, I, I just... I, I had it up. I just found the bit really quickly and read it. I feel like killing myself. <laughs> uh, Jesus Christ. Jack the fucking lad. Fuck Jack off. the lad. Yeah, no, 100%. Henry Green... <laughs> Uh, well, he's not a protagonist, so it doesn't matter if his parents are dead or not. You know, players are parents, Even though his parents are dead, though. Yeah, also, though. <laughs> they probably are. <laughs> no, they but, are dead. You know. Parents are dead. Uh. It's almost like people die and don't live forever in real life. <laughs> what kind of Assassin's Creed would be like real life and everyone lives forever? Yeah, true. Fucking shit uh, game. Fucking Jack the Lad. Uh, Jack the fucking I want a prequel where we play as Jack the Lad. Oh, that'd be amazing. <laughs> in set in India. You just play as this little kid, and everyone can call you Jack the Lad all the time. And it can foreshadow Jack the Ripper. Assassin's Creed. Uh, the Lad's Creed. Oh, fucking hell. The Lad Bible. Oh, fuck off. Assassin's Creed. What, what's the one that everyone wants? They're like, oh, what if they made a Templar game and they called it Templar's Creed or something like that? Or the Templar Order? Um... Because that sounds like a well, really good fucking if, title. Well, if Ubisoft and you decide one day you hate money, then definitely do that as an idea. <laughs> Um, yeah, definitely do that. That's a great idea. Templar's Order. Uh, yeah, I know. It's just like, it's Templar's just like people Order Revelations. Uh, <laughs> Templar's Order Black Flag. Oh my like, god. Great. Oh, god damn it. The, the Ezio Letters, Claudia Letters collection. <laughs> what was, that was the new one we got this week on comments. That was hilarious. Yeah, yeah. That was great. It's just him writing letters. That's it. That's the whole game. <laughs> the Glyph Collection. Oh, Jesus. Ubisoft makes so much to... money. 
I'm looking forward to playing the Brotherhood Glyphs again. I've only ever played those three once. I've played the two twos ones a couple of times. Yeah, same actually. I haven't played. Bro- I haven't done Brotherhood's truth that many. I think I've yeah. I think I've done it once. So yeah, I, I mean, I have to do it for achievements, but I also want to do it now. Yeah, true. That'll be a good time. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, I can't wait to have all the gamer score. Three thousand gamer score. Like playing Revelations, I must admit, because have you seen the rare achievements now? Like when no. there's a lot, they have a percentage of people now. It shows on achievements how many percentage of players get that achievement. Mm-hmm. So when it's under ten percent, it has a different click, a diamond click, because it's a rare achievement. Oh. And because everyone who bought the Edge Collection is playing the Edge Collection, right? It's playing mostly Assassin's Creed 2 and Brotherhood, but mostly 2 because that's the best looking or the most different of the originals. Yeah. So every single achievement in Revelations is a rare achievement and only 1% has gotten. Oh, wow. I'm just saying, I think within a week, no more than two weeks, I'll have 3,000 gamer score in the Edge Collection. I got to think... I'm in the top 10 people to have ever done that, right? You know what I mean? Like, the first 10 people, if not the first... Who else in the world will have gotten it in the next two weeks? There can't be anyone else. Yeah, surely. 3,000 game score, I've got to be one of the top first 10 people in the world to have done that, right? I feel like it. I'd like to think. That makes sense. Like, uh, all the achievements were 1%. Even just doing sequences, like, 2% of players have done... Played sequence 8. I'm like, really? Wow. Okay. And then, obviously, you know, getting all the data fragments just like 1%, 1%, 1%. Every achievement was just 1% of players. All rare achievements. I'm like, yeah, well, surely now, once I finish Brotherhood and everything, like, I will have been... Got to be the first. There's got to be a way to find that, right? On, like, Xbox websites. And, like, ranked where am I sitting? Mm. And the what? I might actually do that. That'd be cool to know. I do want to know really bad. I'm going to look that up. <laughs> mm. um, but while I look it up, another thing I, I did tweet out, I said this week after finishing Revelations that I believe that it confirmed to me once again, properly playing through all the Yet 2 games as a collection like that for the first time in a long, long time, mm-hmm. that I believe Ezio is the greatest video game character of all time. Yeah, I think I agree. That's what I believe. I don't think anyone is better. I can't think of anyone. Ezio is amazing. No. Yeah, no, I, I believe that too. Um, I just was. Pl- I'm just playing it. I'm like, yeah, there's just, there's no way. There's no like who. The st- the way the the three games go, like his story, the from birth to literally death. Watching Embers, and I just cry every time. I'm just like that guy just did so much. The way he changes and. Playing them all together like that once again, it just reminds me of how much he does change. It's just, like, mm. incredible. His story is so incredible and so emotional and how much he matures and develops and grows as a character. He's not the same. He's a completely different character from the start of 2 to the end of Revelations. Even at the beginning and end of every game, he's so different. Yeah, he's that's so true. Different. He's amazing. The character development's so good because he does change a lot. Like, I was talking about this on the stream the other day. Like, um, from two, the end of two to like when he arrives in Roman Brotherhood, like he kind of, like, he's kind of doing what Machiavelli is kind of telling him to do. Then when he kind of arrives in Rome and everything's happened, he's kind of like questioning Machiavelli and he kind of starts taking charge then. And he's like, you know, do you know about this and this, like the apple and like Katarina Sforza and everything. And then he's like, right, okay, I'm going to go and get everyone and we're going to 
we're gonna put some shit together and machiavelli is gonna be my little bitch because he doesn't know what he's doing and it's great <laughs> and there's something about brotherhood that wasn't really that well thought out like they build a lot of tension with is machiavelli a traitor or not by him like machiavelli just does a bunch of shit to help you and just never tells anyone never explains it <laughs> like why does he do that he could easily just be like, oh, yeah, no, I, I blew up those bombs in the Castello to help you out. Oh, no, I, sent, I I helped you out and got you to Rome. Like, why? What? Mm, I think what, what he wants is he wants Ezio to put his trust in him in a set. I don't know. I think it's... I don't, Actually, yeah, it doesn't make fucking sense. Why didn't he tell him? I don't know why he hides it from him. It doesn't actually make any sense. It makes no sense. Literally yeah, zero. He's like, he's like no, I, I, didn't, I didn't bring you to Rome. What the fuck? Let's not try and work out who did, though. Let's move on from this now and do something else. <laughs> like, what? Why? Oh, it's so funny. It just makes no sense whatsoever. <laughs> yeah, actually, why do they do that? That doesn't make any sense. And then at the end, it's like, yeah, I brought you to Rome. And it's like, oh, okay. Well, that was fucking random. Why didn't you say, you stupid fuck? Like, like they just do so much tension building for it. Where have you been? Looking for Ezio. Instead, he could just be like, oh, you know, I just helped Ezio out get out of the Castella. Nah. I just want to be the silent hero for some reason. For no reason. Like, if he'd later on gone, I felt like you were the right person to be the leader and I wanted you to take charge. So I didn't want to look like I was doing a whole lot of shit. Oh, isn't that the reason? could have said that. And I guess, well, I guess that is the reason, but you have to kind of self-explain it, right? He doesn't explain it that way. I suppose, but I guess that's just because... I guess that's big... That's... Well, I mean, if they, if they explained everything like that, we'd get Assassin's Creed Syndicate, so... You know, it's kind of... I suppose we just kind of have to go, oh, so that's why he did it, I guess. Because he I wanted guess. Ezio to be the but mentor, he... so... Wait, was, so was Machiavelli the mentor before Ezio? No, Mario was. Really? Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. He was pretty Mar- shit, though. What? He didn't really Mario. do much. Yeah, he's just kind of there. The madman mad Mario. He was alright, but I don't think he, he wasn't like... Like, when you compare Ezio and Mario, like, they're a bit different in terms of, like, mentoring the Brotherhood, like... Well, Mario didn't go down as the greatest assassin to ever live, now, did he? It's hard I to compare them, right? What's that? I said I fucking hope he didn't, because he's not that good. <laughs> you know, Machiavelli, when he's introduced in 2, which was in 1480 six in the yes. games yep. mine i believe he's 17 what the fuck yeah just what? To drop that no just to nah, drop nah. He's no no he's not 17 17 he's 17 yeah. he looks like he's in his fucking 30s he looks the same age as Ezio. like he he okay he is 10 years younger than Ezio, though that's the thing i do know do you know what? he was he was born in 1469 yeah Ten, exactly 10 years younger than Ezio. Yeah, so, um, yeah, Ezio was 27 then. That's why he's not introduced until that sequence. That's retarded. I always thought it... See, and he's some oh high-ranking member. It's like, how the fuck is he a high-ranking member? I've been doing this shit for 10 years. That's so weird, isn't it? Yeah, he's 17. Yeah. What that's the some fuck? Dropping on, that's some knowledge dropped on your asses today. Oh, my God. And he's just there. Yeah. And he's like, he's like, like he comes in like, I'm, you know, I was trained in the ancient ways of the assassin order, just like you and everyone else here. Like he's like instructing Ezio and giving him all this information. Like I know everything. Oh, that's such a weird, oh, that completely changes the dynamic of Ezio and Machiavelli Uh, uh, now. 
Yeah, I've just fucked you up, haven't I? Because he always felt like the mentor figure in 2. Nah, 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 bro. That's why I'm trying to explain to you that Mario is the mentor. There's no way Niccolo could have been because he was 17. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. But but he's, like, telling it to you everything. He knows everything. Yeah, no, but he's 17, bro. He's he's 17. Something else that's weird, someone pointed out to me, is the difference between Battle of Folly and Bonfire of the Vanities is, like, nine years or something? Yes. What the fuck were they doing? What do you mean? For nine years. It took him nine years to get to Florence. No, that's not what happened. But what was he doing then? For nine years. He went years? to Spain. He went to Spain. Why? And Church Rodrigo brought you to Spain and helped out, I believe, uh, Christopher Columbus as well. Oh, fuck no. Yeah. <laughs> There's Assassin's Creed 2 Discovery here. Yes, that oh, whole storyline happened in between okay. those years. Why though? What because the fuck? Real, because in real history, the Bonfire of the Vanities didn't happen until nine years later. So they then, have to say that's what happened in Etia's story. But, but, but like, but just manage your time better. Like, you could have done if, nine years between... They can't the timeline of history. They just have to follow it. But they do it all the time. Yeah, but they don't change the dates. Yeah, true. But, but oh, God, that fucking hell. They could have done something. Like, that's... That's a lot, like... They just lost the apple. He's like, okay, so instead of going to get the apple back and track it down after I now know who has it and I know where he is, I'm just going to go and discover America now um, as well because I think that's something that I should be doing at this point. Well, the explanation of that I've always thought was the fact that um, in <clears throat> in real history, right, um, what's his, uh, what's this fucking dude's name? Which, um, who? Bonfire Vandy's guy. Savonarola. Uh, Savonarola, yes. Yeah. He didn't become, you know, a high power until uh, 97, 1497. Even or, you know, more reason ra- to go time. and get him straight away. No, but that's my point, because he's in hiding. Ezio couldn't find him and kind of gave up. Ezio find anyone. He's Ezio. No, false. So, well, that's to explain. Like, this guy's kind of gone into hiding. He knows he may, he, he's around Florence, but this dude's kind of, you know, disappeared. So he just kind of, you know has to move on and wait till this guy reveals himself or he gets a lead again. And then uh, as soon as Savonarola gets to power, it's just like, well, I know where he is now. And then shows up in Florence as soon as he hears about him doing shit with the apple. That's how I explained it. It's like they couldn't find him. Then he reveals himself and then Ezio gets there pretty much as soon as he can. Hmm. That's how I've always self-explained yeah. it to myself. And, and again, uh, he gets there and Machiavelli knows everything and he informs Ezio on everything and... Basically well, tells that then Machiavelli's to do. like 27 by that point, at least. 26. Okay, my bad. <laughs> yeah, that's oh, actually... 28? 97? What? No, 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 he's no, born... no, no, no. It takes place in... It takes place in 1492, right? False. 1497. No, it doesn't. Yeah, it does. Because it's 14... Because Bonfire... Okay, hold up. No, no Bonfire... Rodrigo Borgia was already Pope. And it, Rodrigo Borgia became Pope in 1493. Or was it 92 that he became Pope? 1492. Uh, 1492, uh, 1492, yes, correct. 1492. Bonfire Vanni's happened 97, I believe. I'm Googling it. Let's have a look. Oh, you're right. 4897, 4998. Shit. Yeah, don't, don't Whoa, that's my shit, way bro. off. Jesus Christ, I was so off. You didn't even know Machiavelli was 17, bro. What are you doing? <laughs> 17. How crazy is that, eh? What? What the fuck? 
He's 17 in Assassin's Creed 2 in that first... No, that's so fucked. He seemed like he was older than everyone. Like, he's this professional, like, you know, assassin that knows everything. Like, he's been training with them for, like, decades. Like, but no. He's fucking a teenager. He's a kid, yeah. That's why they didn't introduce him until so late. Like, he's somebody who's supposed to be so important, but isn't at all. No, he is, but... Yeah, he's 17. Just because, like, we want to use him later in the next game, so we better introduce him. He's an important historical figure in that timeline. We better put him in the game somehow. That makes way more sense as to why when Ezio didn't kill Rodrigo. And that's... So now it completely changes my view on Machiavelli being like, you should have killed Rodrigo. Because he's just like, I guess because he's a kid. I mean, he's he's not a kid necessarily in Brotherhood, but he's younger than Ezio by ten yeah, years. Yeah, no, by, by by then he's thirty at least. But yeah. Ezio, yeah. So, but Ezio's like, you know, well, I know more than you because I'm better than you and I'm older than you. So shut the fuck up. Yeah, and Ezio's the mentor, you know. Yeah. Oh, that completely changed everything. Yeah. Oh my god, what the fuck? Oh, how have I gone this long and not known that? I'm surprised. Yeah, no, I've known it really since my first playthrough. Because really? I used to database. I used to look at the database oh, I never for every did. character. I never bought So I knew when Machiavelli was... I, right when Machiavelli was introduced, I'm like, wait, he's 17, this kid? Okay, I guess. And then I just played. So oh. I've always known he was, he was, yeah, just a kid. Jesus. Yeah, I know. It's weird, it's weird eh? God, that's weird. I still... To be fair, though, I don't actually understand why Ezio spared Rodrigo. Like, I don't... I don't understand the logic there. Why did why didn't he kill him? Um, because he didn't die in fourteen ninety nine. Rodrigo died in fifteen oh three. Yeah, yeah, that'd be why. That's yeah. pretty much the best I can give you, mate. That's really what I got. Oh, but why did they do it in such a way where Ezio ended up not killing? Like, why did they? Why didn't they make it so that he killed him? Like, I don't understand. It doesn't make sense for Ezio to kill all these Templars, then get to the one guy that is the head Templar, also killed his father and brothers, but he spares him. Like, why? Because killing him would not bring his family back. But that's not the point. (laughs) That's not the point. He's a Templar. It doesn't matter about your family. Like, you killed so many other people. Think about all the guards you killed to get in here. They've done nothing to you. And you killed all of them. And then you don't kill the the Grandmaster of the Templars. I, I still find that stupid. Because killing him would not be my family. <laughs> I am done. <laughs> uh, that's why. They explained it great. really well. Yeah, great. <laughs> You've done it again. Uh, that was brilliant a game. great modern day. That was a great modern day. Possibly the best Assassin's Creed game I've ever played. Uh, God. Can we react Christ. to that right now, please? Can we watch? I want to react to that so badly right now. Can we? we can, do. can you put it on the stream? Hey, yep. George is here. We can, can we watch it. your? End to rogue reaction. Yep. Let's get it. I'll get it up. I'll find it. I'll link you to it. We've got to get I'll the right g- I'll time. Give you, I'll give you the minute. Well, oh, I think it's 4028, I think. Okay. If I remember I'll correctly. Because sure. I think Billy put it in the comments. So. Let me grab it. Here we go. 
He tweeted us the Rogue Part Twelve. Oh, is George in yeah, fucking rugby? Fucking uh, rugby. He might be. Son of a bitch, George. There we go, forty twenty-eight. All right, let me link you to it. Why did he spare him? Well, because Rodrigo died four years later. Classic. So what was it? Forty twenty-eight. Uh, forty twenty-eight. Yeah. Uh, let me just get this up on the stream. And you tell me when to play it. Oh, this is perfect. This like I already have like the window capture set up and everything. So it's just completely perfect. So I do want to center that. Okay, perfect. All right. Okay, I'm all ready. George even going, I always thought he was older than that Comjets here. Machiavelli was 17, what the fuck? I know, I'm blowing everyone's mind here. It's fucking weird. I didn't know. That's fucked. 17. All right. Anyway, right, I'm ready if you want to count. Okay, three, two, one, let's watch. Oh my god, that was so good. <laughs> oh, I can't Straight explain away. enough how happy that made me. That was one of the best Assassin's Creed games. I think uh, we got to clap. we got to give it a clap. Oh, no. <laughs> I enjoyed that thoroughly. That was freaking great. Oh, my God. That was... That was so good. That was so good. If anyone wants me to... T I would give that... 9 out of 10. Oh, out of 10. No. oh get out. Better than Unity. Honestly. Played them both. Honestly. Honestly. In my opinion, was better than Unity. In your honest review. That was really great. Oh, oh. Rogue was fantastic. Oh, God. Oh, fuck off. I completely underestimated this game. <laughs> when it was first announced, it was like, kind of just, you know, oh, it's, it's going to be shit. It's going to be shit. Unity's going to be so much better. And I completely got it wrong. Unity wasn't that great. And this was amazing. This was so good. Oh, I actually oh. hate myself. I want to punch myself in the yeah. face. Like. No? Like. Get my hopes up. The... Complete the final glitch memory. God damn it, James. There we have it's it. a 12 minute game. Oh. Oh. Oh god. This stupid modern day. This stupid modern day. So dumb. Someone asked me the other day, hey, in the modern day of Rogue, do you play as Otzoberg? That's a genuine question I got. What an assassin truly wants isn't freedom, but order. And we represent the highest order there is. Whatever you learn from your animus experience only scratches the surface. We have existed since before recorded human history and have recently been reborn, disguised as Abstergo Industries. And entertainment. It's like some big reveal at the end that we didn't know. <laughs> we know this! Opened. We've known this forever! Build a real modern day. Don't just retell some big reveal at the end. Stupid cunt of a game. Who is this cunt you're playing as as well? Because he wasn't in Syndicate. He's no one. He doesn't exist. He's, he's Otterberg. Um, <laughs> what is this? What is this game? Is that the box? Or... <laughs> is that the box? <laughs> Join the Templars. <laughs> We're a Templar now. No, you're not, James. 
Oh man. Oh shit, what the fuck is this that reaction? Was, that was pretty good as well. They did they did really awesome with the Monday. Fuck off! More of a story layer on it than they did with Assassin's Creed. Oh my like, god! Unity's Monday is a little bit shit. Nah, it's, it's really shit. Assassin's it doesn't exist. Creed one through three, like you know, including Brotherhood and Revelations, like one, two, Brother Revelations three. That was really awesome with the Desmond, like actual main protagonist stuff. And then you had Assassin's Creed four with the kind of like you played yourself. There's a little bit of a story, but not too much. This is kind of in between the two. This is closer to that Desmond. Oh my god! The other one. Was. <laughs> I can't even watch this anymore. I have to this turn this off. <laughs> absolutely. Why should I end my own life? Okay. I'm done with that. Yeah, I'm done with it. Yeah, we're all done. Oh god. Oh, is that the box? Yeah, Ezio's oh. box just has a Templar ring in it. Oh, God. I can't deal with it. That was so stupid. Such a fucking retard. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. You, the knee jerker. They actually did so good with the modern <laughs> day, though. Did they, James? This is actually closer to the Desmond saga. Oh, but, well, I mean, what? actually, to be fair, it's closer to the Desmond saga than 4 is. It's They're not close. I guess closer if, like, one's a yeah, kilometre away, the other's, yeah. like, 999.9 <laughs> metres away. Like, you know what I mean? Like, James, please hurt yourself. Oh, but now don't watch my reaction to Syndicate. That's even worse. Is it really? <gasps> kind Can of. we please? Yeah, sure. Let's do it. Okay, let's. Fine. Okay. It's just this me where I'm like saying how great it is. Great segment. We're reacting. <laughs> reacting to James's old reactions. The knee jerker strikes again. All right, let's get this up. Oh god, why is everything lagging out? All right, let's find this. I don't know if it's in my playlist. No, I never put it in. Like a fucking idiot. It's my favorite. Oh. Uh... Um, all right lads all right uh and ladies and gentlemen while we're waiting please like the stream if you haven't already we're so close to 100 likes in the stream Ooh, we are that's our goal before we finish every kill Connor club podcast so if we could get to that we only need five more and we're there all right there's um, the link all right oh jesus christ james okay go to 11 minutes 13 and that's where the reaction begins Oh shit, I accidentally completely removed this. I'm really, really upset. Alright, let's make this a bit smaller. Oh, I love that Billy goes and calls everyone out for like old videos. He always goes back and watches old videos, it's great. So do you on my channel sometimes. I always True. get comments from you and it's like from old videos. Like, fuck you guys. Got my old videos making fun of me. Alright. We're at 100 likes. Woo! Yeah. Alright. Good job, guys. I'm all so ready. Keep jacking those likes. Let's get to 120. Let's definitely do that. Alright. Okay. Are you at 11 minutes 13? I, I certainly am at 11 minutes 13. Alright. I'm all ready. If you want to do okay. the counting. Three... Two, one, play. Shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> Whoa, wait, what? So, Whoa, wait, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> What's happening in the syndicate? So, do you 
Templars, and they're gonna... They're gonna use no, James. No, she's not. <laughs> no, they're not working together. Like, Two separate things. Why? Why? Why don't Ubisoft like me? All I do is praise their games after they come out. Uh, true, you haven't buzzed one time. You know, not even compared to Unity, right? I'm not gonna sit there and be like, you know, here we go, here we go. Whatever, like, that game on its own as part of the franchise. Nah, don't say it. Just Syndicate on its own as a game is amazing. Shut the fuck up. Literally, right? Here we go. Uh, like, me and Tyler. Ah, it's you. That is me, that is me. The revelations of this new era of Assassin's Creed. True, we did say that. I do agree. I still, I still stand by that. I like Syndicate though. I've never I don't. Yeah, so you're a knee jerker and you change your mind every five minutes. <laughs> True. It's like Unity better than this because you're fucking weirdo. Unity is just better. No, it's not. It is. It's getting boring. This game works. Oh, they're both shit. This is a good game. It's not really a good game though. Great map, great city, great world. Characters are fun. They're the best. Is to be able to have playable modern day, so you feel involved. But the direction they're going in and the story they're taking, in my opinion, is really, really good. And oh my god, what direction? There is no direction. Brought the series back. <laughs> Syndicate brought the series back. This has brought the series back for me. Oh my god. Well, yeah, okay. right. Well, fuck that. Um wow. Audio is quiet. Well, sorry. I didn't have time to check the audio. It just happened to be quite quiet. I apologize. Jeez. Jesus Christ. Ugh. Mate. What have you done? I don't know. Oh, I literally got a headache from the cringe. <laughs> oh, God. I 347, 347, 347. Why are you saying 347? What are you talking about? Guys, tell them to react to 347 for the greatest moment of all time they must hear. 347? What, on the video that we that... were just looking at? Oh, hang on. I'll have to re-get it up then. All right, let's... All right, I'll click it again. Hold on. Right. 347? 347. Oh, I yeah, no, yeah, I remember. So I remember funny. it. Okay. Oh, um, okay. I've it's... already seen. Yeah. yeah. Okay, we'll watch it. We'll watch it. Hang on. Okay. Hang on. We're at 347. Have you got it up? Uh, yep. Okay. Three, two, one, play. You, Udi. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was too far forward. <laughs> That was just. Oh, let's just go back. Let's go back to two, three, three minutes. To three minutes. Three minutes. Oh, three, three, forty. Three, forty. Three, forty. All right. Ready? Yeah. Three, two, one, play. Henry, you saved it. Yes. 
Marcus. <laughs> Fuck you, Udi. <laughs> I was just waiting for it. Oh, that's so funny. Oh, that's hilarious. That's brilliant. Oh my god. That's just fantastic. Oh, God, the entire time, uh, Henry Green and Evie Fry won't have a, any kind of relationship. It's not going to happen. I, don't, I just don't see it, James. And also, Devin is a half-brother, not a son. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> Tyler is really quiet. What? Why? Am I? Maybe I was talking away from the mic for a second. He sounds there. fine to me. What's, what's the... What's the issue? I probably, uh, I think I might have been talking away for the mic for a second. All right, okay, we'll see what it's like now. Oh whole, God! The dialogue here is so cringy. It is kind of cringy, isn't it? The dialogue here. What you you belong in the field with me. <laughs> <laughs> you belong in India with Jack the Lad. <laughs> <laughs> you belong in India with Jack the Lad. <laughs> oh. <clears throat> uh, oh my god, that's so funny! Oh, that uh, was awesome reacting to that. Uh, you belong Is there? A, we want the end of you playing Unity. Oh, we can. That's even better. That's my. F that's that one makes sense. That's an alright uh, reaction, actually. That's, okay, that it's kind of lame. It's no, nah, it's funny though, because like, okay. <laughs> it's just me. It's just kind of me. All my thoughts of being like, it? kind of, but it's just kind of me being like, wow, this is pathetic. And I'm just kind of angry and kind of just really disappointed. Okay, oh. let me, let's see if I can find the exact point where I have my reaction rather than um, ending. Um, oh, hold on. Everyone's going to be able to hear this. Oh, fuck you, Udi. Oh, God. That's so funny. I just think that felt... Okay, my reaction is at about here. Link me the video. All right. React to AC follower videos. No, we don't need to do there that. There you go. Ooh. All right, so at... It's uh, about... Hold on, I'll go back up a tad. Into... I'm with... Okay, 3304. Go there. And that should be what where my reaction starts. What'd what minute? 33. 33.04. 33.04. Yep. Alright, just loading it up now. Alright, cool. Okay, here we go. Alright. Ready? Yep. 3, 2, 1, play. We're done. I don't drink a fastball because we're done. Assassin's Creed Uni. <laughs> right? You said 12. I don't know about that ending. My God. I don't believe what I'm seeing. My God. I won this fight two centuries before it started. My God. Uh, I don't think Abstergo will bother searching the catacombs for Jermaine's body. The bones are going to be too damaged, too decayed. We're in the this is the stage. worst ending of all time. Oh, it's so bad. Until we contact you again, the best you can do is continue searching Arno's memories for anything else you might have seen, like rare historical data, more DNA samples, anything to help our cause. Fuck off, Bishop, you stupid slob. Count on it. <laughs> hmm. 
Well, it wasn't most satisfying uh, ending. Um, <laughs> it's like a sigh of disgust. You know, it was it was pretty good, but it wasn't I, a satisfying. It wasn't really satisfying in a way where it's got like, oh man, that was great. Like that was kind of just nah. Not satisfying, would you say? Yeah, kind of felt pointless, in a way. Elise's death wasn't even that sad. We killed the sage, and it was pointless anyway. Like pretty much the whole game, he's trying to find the sage so we can stop Abstergo, and it was pointless anyway. He's a legit so, point. That's a legit point there, James. I'm Good really job. happy I wasn't just like, oh, it's amazing. Uh, I don't know. I quite like the little speech at the end. Though. <laughs> wow, Bishop. Wow. Speech. But what speech? I don't know. At the this end? game, I don't know. With Arno, you know the the whole. Yeah, oh, oh, of course. Yeah, good point. I just think that felt a little bit pointless. I mean, we've got the Sword of Eden now, which is pretty sweet. Um... Is it though? <laughs> is it though, James? No, not yeah. really. No. Yeah. Is it pretty sweet? Assassin's Creed Unity, everybody. You've gotten uh, less British. Wait, a pretty long time. In the past two years, and... I must admit, you sound yeah, British as fuck in this. And... True. I don't know. I still don't know whether I prefer Unity or Rogue. It was a good game. Unity was really, really good. But I, th I think what let it down a lot was the glitches at first, um, which obviously I can't really say about. Like I've got to what, like sort of talk about the game itself. I think the game was good. However, the I just think maybe. Maybe the ending wasn't the best. I think the ending felt a bit unsatisfying, and I don't know. I just don't think the ending was the best part. Like I, I really don't think the ending was that great. It, it all kind of led up to nothing in a way, and there was nothing really to do with Juno, nothing to do with the first day, nothing to do with the modern day. It was a bit shit to be honest. Yeah, there we go. I hope you enjoyed Assassin's Creed Unity. There we go. Did, be sure to smack that like button. That's it. That's it. Um. I'm very proud of you, James. That was my my initial reaction to Unity was my true reaction to Unity. Yeah. Just just the line, it was a bit shit, really. <laughs> it was a bit shit, that's to be it. Honest. It's a bit shit to be honest. I don't really like it to be honest. That's that's Joe. Um, great, great. Uh. I want to see. I'm like, I, how do I react to anything? Because I don't do live walkthroughs. I'm like, what did I react to with? Jack the Ripper DLC. Ah, uh, yeah. I did Jack the Ripper. Oh, no, nah, the funniest bit is my reaction to Jack the Lad. It's so funny. <laughs> when I just lose my shit, I'm like, no, you didn't fucking do that. Oh, God. Oh, what they call it? Jack the Lad. <laughs> I fucking started shouting. It's so funny. I love it. Oh, God. Brilliant. I'm watching my reaction to Jack the Ripper. What? I'm not even saying I'm just like, that was fucked up. <laughs> I'm not saying anything. Watch the rogue what? ending. We already did that. We just did it. Assassin's Creed 3 and Revelation. See, my 3 one wasn't actually my reaction because I lost my original footage, I think. So I had to re-record it. Shit, what did you pretend you'd never played it before? No. I, I made everyone aware that I, it was re-recorded, but it's kind of like me reacting to it a second time. It's kind of like, ah, oh, I loved this bit. It's really good. It's a really good bit. I really like this bit. It's uh, it's quite good. That's what I used to sound like. Um. Oh, Jesus Christ. That was the day the new community was born. <laughs> a very yeah, see, hateful my... bunch. 
Yeah, my reaction to Jack the Ripper's lame. Like, it's literally, I literally just break it down. I don't say anything that I could laugh at or... That's really boring. What What was yeah, your reaction to the Jack the Lad section where you go investigate the picture? I don't think, I think I kind of just, kind of just missed it. You know what I mean? Like, kind of just glossed over it. Really? Well, that I wasn't really made me angry. Like, I got really angry. Did you? Yeah, I yeah it's brilliant. See, it didn't make me angry like it did you guys at first. Let me, get, let me go while. find it. I'm not from fucking England. I didn't really care about Jack the Ripper as a character. Oh, no, figure. that's not why I care. I care because it was fucking retarded how they did it. How early is it in the in the DLC? It's really early on. Like, it's. I think it might have been in my first episode. If not, it was the second one because I did, I did 15-minute parts, so... Okay, I think it was in part two. So it was within the first half an hour, I think. Let's find it. Where did I go investigate the house? Here it is, I think. Is it in part two or part one of your let's play? Uh, part two. How long's your part one? Because my part one's 38 minutes. Uh, 15 minutes. Because this was where I when I had a oh, copyright yeah, strike. Because yeah, so. you're a dumbass. Yeah. Exactly. Right, let me see if I can find this bit where I investigate the painting. And just completely go off on one. Okay, it was at... Okay, at 8 minutes 45 in part 2. You want to link me? Yeah, there you go. And it's it's just it's just the best. I just start getting so mad, and then it introduces the whole Ripper gang or whatever that Jack Ripper has, and I go, I get even fucking more mad at it. Oh, it's great. And you have fucking so fear bombs. Oh, uh, 8 minutes 45. 8, eight 45, okay. I went to 8.40. Okay. Tell me when. Right, I'm ready. Oh, god damn it. You got ads loading, you son of a bitch. <laughs> you stupid fuck. <laughs> Gotta make the ad revenue. Okay, skip the ads. Okay, ready to play in three, right. two, one, go. The Luma said to me. Oh. <laughs> Oh, fuck off. Fuck off, game. You just fucking revealed his identity. Not 25 minutes in. Now I know it's the kid because Jacob fucking knows him. You fucking retarded developers. You're not saving for the end. Why would you do that? Oh, you're all fucking dead, right? Anyways, fuck it. Fine, fuck it. Personally, I think the next game, though, was going to be set in India. <laughs> oh, I don't believe. And then I just go back to it. <laughs> it's brilliant. I'm like, fuck off, you retarded developers. Oh, God, it's so great. I just oh, lose it. I was so mad, though. Oh, God. Because <laughs> it was 25 minutes in and they just reveal his identity. Like, that was meant to be, like, the main thing. Like, who's Jack the Ripper? Oh, God. That's just incredible. I'm trying to find my reaction to it now. Okay, here we go. I'm about to look at it. Let's see what I say. Okay. Literally say nothing. Hang on, wait. 
I just literally say, so this kid's the Ripper? That's all I said. Uh... I was like, okay, so this kid's the Ripper. That's it. <laughs> uh, it just annoyed me that it was just revealed so early on. It's like, why do that? Why not save it for the end to have like, this really cool reveal where it's like, oh, that adds up because cool. But no, no, they just tell it straight away. And it's like, I don't really care, though. F fuck. Fuck off. <laughs> fuck off, you fucking developer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so great. <laughs> God damn it. Oh, God. <laughs> but right. Jacob is Jack the Ripper. Yeah, yeah. Classic Jacob being Jack the Ripper. <laughs> oh, what do we call him? Jack the Lad. <laughs> <laughs> Jack the fucking Lad. Oh, I guess he every time. I'm going to change my Twitter to Jack the Lad at some point. I'm just going to be <laughs> Jack the Lad for a month. Oh, yeah, God. sounds perfect. For sure, just be professional and be James, though. But anyway. Stealth um, is fucking broken. Yeah, that's a good one as well. <laughs> that was brilliant. All Classic right, Jesus Christ. I did have another point to talk about, but we don't really have time in this oh, episode of the podcast. I might say it for it? the next episode, so we have more content to oh, talk about anyway. Tell us what it is, though. Which was an Empire thing, and you didn't want to talk about it. Oh, okay, good. Because fuck that. What was it, though? What well, was wait, the thing? Well, it was a uh, uh, the Codex wrote an article. Codex Network wrote an article about multi pathways and stuff. Oh yeah, I saw that. that I didn't. I didn't article. read it because I was a bit lazy and couldn't be bothered. But okay, well now you've got two weeks to read it, so maybe figure that out at I'll some point. I'll skim it, um, and then we'll talk about that with Nick and stuff. All right, sounds good. Um, yeah, cool. Um, yeah. So I guess before we wrap up, because we've got a few minutes to go on the episode, we uh, do indeed. We'll get We've to the talked about three. some cool shit. A lot of games, a lot of bands has been had. I loved reacting to that that shit. I think we should do that more often. React to each other's videos later on. Mm -hmm. um, go to some OG AC follower stuff. Maybe oh, one definitely. day, never again. Um, <laughs> this is the last podcast for 2016. That's just you and I, and that's live with everybody. Yes, it is. So I guess we could do for the next you know five minutes or so to end up the uh, what I, I'm now calling the going deep. Segments oh, of cast. Good. Where uh, I could say to you, James, or I could ask you the question, James. Where, where's this? Po where could this podcast be this time next year? Uh, I don't know. We're already at the top, so I mean, that's true. I'm just stepping on the rest of them, just kicking Luma like in the teeth. Step on their chest until they stop breathing. Yeah. Uh, in a year, I don't even know, because, like, where were we a year ago from now? We did the Luma, the Luma interview, yeah, and we've just done Victoria year. Atkins. Yeah, oh, fuck, well, yeah, we've come a long way. Um, we did episode 12 uh, to end last year. Yes. We started episode one. So we did 12 episodes in one year. This year we started with episode 13, and we're going to end with 37. So that's, that's crazy. 25 episodes. 25 episodes this year. Yeah, so we've basically done... We've basically kept up, except for like a couple of times. We've kept up our whole once every two weeks thing, which is pretty good. Well, every time. Once we started, we did it once every two weeks. We had like one month off, but we did it then back-to-back-to-back to back to back weeks to make up for it. True. The only thing is, because we're ending a little early and we're not starting until a little later... Mm. So we're dismissing what the week it would be would be New Year's weekend, mm -hmm. which we skipped that podcast weekend. We did the same thing last year. So, I mean, yep. every two weeks while it's the Kilcon Club season, which is, you know, mm. 50 weeks out of the 52-week year. 
<laughs> interview Esco Blades next year? No. No. <laughs> I'm fine. Yeah. He's yeah, not he's not be... important. Who cares? Okay, well This is yeah. I just want to say that all these opinions that I'm now saying are not uh held by the Kill Connor Club podcast, but just by lasers individually. I mean, you know, from from what I've seen uh, and I mean, he obviously doesn't like you very much, James. Apparently, or bl- blanks you, maybe, maybe not. Hundred percent blanks you. <laughs> definitely not. Definitely for sure, not welcome on the podcast, though. One hundred percent. Oh yeah, no. For sure, you're a professional and acted. But anyway, um, <laughs> is that directed at him or me? At him, at him. You as well. You, you fit the as well. So to, to be fair, you, yeah, great. You, you're, you're Good. Just bad. Actually, you're way worse. But you know, you know, you you work for yourself in your bedroom, so true. <laughs> so I can kind of just I can get away with it. You have an excuse, but yeah, I mean, if you want to be, if you want to do better, then maybe try better. But nah, know. I'm right. I'm nah, all right. We, we, I'm gonna get us a PR agent next year that'll work for us, so we can they can control us. I'll kick them in the face. I one I'll, time I'll, I'll go I'll to Ubisoft. People, I literally have two PR people lined up to work for us. That'd be hilarious. I actually ha- legitimately have talked to two PR people about working for us. Or they should do it because then we don't have to do as much work. Well, that way they can get guests for us. Yeah, they can fucking do they that. Get it for us. Yeah, and they talk to these PR people we have to deal with, but also like they can tell. Like I was talking to one and I said, look, you're going to tell James and I not to say things. We're still going to say them, but we're going to at least see the repercussions before we say things rather than, mm. you know. Yeah, there you go, yeah. So. No one's going to stop him from saying shit, but at least someone can be like, I told him not to say that. Like, that's not... That's yeah. that's his fault. Semi-sensor him, yeah. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Makes, it yeah, makes the podcast look better. It makes me look bad, but, you know. That's fine. I'm okay, well, I'm okay with that. I look terrible already. Um, that's true. For sure, just at least have a Twitter account that doesn't have a meme on it at all no, times. No, I can't. Know? That's sure. I can't do that. You're yeah, taking away the right. one thing that I love. Definitely trying to run a business here. You well, you asked you asked the question. I remember once you tweeted something like, "Why would someone say doing playing video games isn't doesn't count as a real job?" Well, it could count as a real job if you treated it like a real job, James. Uh, <laughs> it's not a real job if you make your whole life a meme. That's, That's hilarious, though. It's funny. It's not funny. It is. It's a bit of banter, though. Banter, though. It is. <laughs> I was res- I was Samuel Adams for a week. Once. <laughs> He's irrelevant. Did he do anything useful in history? Sam Adams. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I I I would think so. Hmm. Assassin's oh, Creed so. Three really just I don't care about the american revolution really all i know is that america uh we owned america right up until the very end until they were until badass enough to say no to slavery yeah that's true you that's, are right that there, is true friend. it's true it's yeah. historically accurate it should be in all the history yeah. books yeah so who's who's your number one guest you want to get on next year who's the goal who's the ultimate Ooh. goal next year that's realistic that's realistic darby Maybe? I agree. I'm with you. 100% yeah. oh. and, he, and he likes us. He actually likes us, acknowledges our existence, and likes the podcast. He does. True. That's good. Yeah. So, 
and I know he can't talk to us now because he's not going to, you know, do an interview when it will all be about stuff he can't answer. But once Empire gets announced, then we can have him on close to yeah, Empire. Yeah, exactly. Now. And we could talk to him but, about loads of shit, and it'll just be fucking great. It'll be a good time. And he, like it and he can reveal the box and make me cry a lot, so it'll, it'll be great. You would just ask him about the box and the cool drops, and he leaves. Listen here, you son of a bitch! And I'll just like interrogate, start interrogating him, like to be super nice, suck his ass the whole time, and then at the end be like, "Okay, you son of a bitch, tell me more about this box." <laughs> at one point, be like, "Tell me, tell me." Oh. I'm gonna send him a photo of me holding a bunny, and I'm like, "I will kill this bunny if you don't tell me what happened to this box." This bunny oh, dead. No, <laughs> not the bunny. <laughs> Oh god! I'll do it. I'm not a vegan. I'll kill a bunny. I don't give a fuck. That's, that's incredibly aggressive. Uh, in terms <laughs> of guests, other than uh, other than Darby, is there anyone else Definitely. you'd like to get on next year? Uh, Roger Craig Smith, obviously. Oh, always, 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 the goal. always on the list. Um, True. And I would like to have um, perhaps. Ashraf Ishmael. Mm, I agree. Cool. That would be good. He seems like a good, a good sweet lad. Just, just call Ashraf Ishmael a sweet lad. He is a sweet lad. <laughs> uh, oh my god! Classic Ashraf. 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 Yeah. Ash Ketchum from Pallet Town. Uh yeah. Uh yeah. Don't agree with that. <laughs> don't, don't agree with that. What are you talking um, about? But yeah, next year we'll obviously have on a bunch of guests that we've had on before. Like we'll get on, you know, like Asim and Nick and the other Nick and George and Ethan and shit and That's Joe. Maybe we'll talk to Joe at some point. Nah. When? <laughs> nah. <laughs> nah. <laughs> fuck Joe. We get Gaby. Gaby back on. Oh yeah, we need to get Gabe back on, even though he has nothing to do. With it. We could talk about Eagle Flight. A and I can, man. and I can He's kill a good myself. Man. You leave him alone. So, Gabe, how's how's Eagle Flight treating you? I hear that it's a really good game. Okay, well, he's never coming on the podcast again. I fucking hate <laughs> you. I blame you for this. He's our friend. Nah, love I, lo- I love him. I love him. He's Gabe. I can't not love him. Just don't love Eagle Flight. But you've never played it. No, I know I haven't. That's why. <laughs> Because I don't, I don't like it. It looks pretty shit. Also, I don't have a flight thing, like a flight thing, a VR thing. So I can't. I couldn't even if I wanted to. You know, whatever. Oh, God. Yeah, anyway. Cool. Uh, yeah, 2017. It's going to be good. We're good at uh, it's, it's, it's going to be, it's, it's going to be lit, fam. <laughs> That's what Man, the kids so, say, right? I was so lit last night. I'm trying to appeal um, to the, you know, trying bigger to, audience. Trying to, well, well, Watch Dogs 2 taught me that's what kids say. Yeah, exactly. Man, I was so lit last night. <laughs> I was so Fuck. lit. Oh what does God. that mean? What a stupid game. What a stupid <laughs> game. They ruined one of my favourite games. Uh, Bloody Watch Dogs. God damn it. Can't they just be normal? Can't they just actually follow trends of actual quality video games rather than thinking they how many tweet impressions they got? And they're like, that's what we're going to make our game about. We got more tweet impressions on that. 
Yeah, I feel like they made a game about their Twitter community. That's what it feels like. Because Should we make a game based on the people that are and that are pandering towards the people that are actually gonna pay for your game, not the not the mainstream audience that may click on a tweet but are never gonna pay money for anything you make. Stop pandering to those people. You're never gonna get those people. Stop. True. You might get them if hardcore gamers tell them to buy your games. Yeah, the podcast will be seamless. Well, we do try our best to be as seamless as possible. And satisfying, because we know how much James doesn't like it when it's not satisfying. Well, I mean, of course. That's me. <laughs> of course. God damn it, this ending was not satisfying. I'm going to end myself because of it. Fucking you. Do you know what will be satisfying, though? What? The ending to this podcast. The ending to this podcast? What, you mean like the ending to the podcast when we never do one ever again? No, as in, like, uh, we're wrapping it up now. I was trying to segue, because I'm... All right, well, before before you do, just everyone buy our merch. Link in the description to that, as well as iTunes and SoundCloud, where you can check it out. Uh, but if you've got this far and you're listening to this, then you don't need to do that. Sure. Also, like the stream, like the podcast, if you're on YouTube, if you haven't already. Rate Give us, us a rating. Yes. And get, leave a review, five-star rating only, please, or else go fuck yourself. And it really helps uh, spread the podcast <clears> on <throat> iTunes. It gets more recommendations out there to other people, so it helps grow us a whole lot. So that would be much appreciated. Obviously, hit that love heart button on SoundCloud as well. And, yeah, buy merch. Go to James's Just Giving page for this 24-hour Ooh, live stream. Yes. Give to the live stream before the live stream whenever you have money or do it live on there the 22nd of December. James, what videos do you have coming out this week? Let's see a collection let's play, and that's it. Oh, actually, okay. I might have something else as well, like a discussion video about something. Um, Can't tell just us be... what? Secret? Uh, nah, just because I don't know yet. Okay, cool. Um, I'm going to, yeah, do the same. Continue with the Etsy Collection Brotherhood Let's Play. I will also have a Battlefield 1 video with Joel. Uh, Revelations Let's Play that I'm running around just doing achievements and free roam, and Assassin's Creed The Truth this week, trying to finish off that hour-long pile of duty. <laughs> that's a great plug for my own videos, a pile of duty, apparently. Um, great. And, yeah, I think that's pretty much all I got this week. I don't know. I'm confused. It's just uh, a I joke. So. It's just a joke, though. Go watch it for sure. Please subscribe to me. I'm a loser. Um, Link's in the description. Oh yeah, subscribe to me. This is my channel. This is just my podcast. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't know what's going on. Oh yeah. On. All right. All okay. Right. Is, is that is that it? Are we ready think, to go? I think so. Is there anything else to say? Uh, see you in two weeks for a pre-recorded podcast with the Nick, the one, the only, the Nick. I love him. And He's great. The final podcast of Kill Cotton Club for 2016 in two weeks' time. And not just to James and to Nick, but to all of you, if you guys want to prep ahead of time and think to yourself, the favorite game shows, movies of 2016 and the things you're hyped for for next year, that's what you, we're going to be talking about most of the time in the next episode of the Kill Connor Club podcast. So that's going to be really exciting. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for joining us on episode 36. We uh, hope you enjoyed it thoroughly. And uh, we're going to head on out. And I'm going to sing you out with a song. <laughs> 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 <laughs>